The Reaper, The Maelstrom, and The Thief is a Dungeons and Dragons show by Rollcast intended for mature audiences. It contains mature themes, strong language, violence, and drug references. Full content warnings can be found in the episode's description. Hello and welcome back to the table. As usual, I'm your DM Tom. I'm joined by JB, Coogan, and Gaz. Hello. So guys, before we actually jump into everything today, I would had a bit of a thought. We've known you guys for a while, for like, what, nine, ten sessions now. We've known your characters a little bit. But obviously you guys have had a, a bit of a life before this campaign started, your characters. So I thought we could uh, learn a little bit about them. A couple of facts about them at the start of an episode. Okay, that's absolutely fine with me. I'll give you a, I'll give you a little bit of a prompt and you can just kind of fucking... You can jump off from there. Can I look at my descriptions, or do I have to do this off by? You cannot. You've just got to recollect this straight from your dome. Right. So I thought I'd start this. (laughs) But that's the question. Never mind. (laughs) I was getting too much into the character. Leave me alone. (laughs) Hang on, one second, guys. All right, guys. So we've known your characters for quite a while now. So we're, what, nine, ten sessions in. We've got to know you all quite well, especially through your actions and what you've been saying and doing. But um, obviously you've all had a bit of a pass. You've had a life before this campaign started, or at least your characters have. So I thought what we could do is delve into that a little bit, beginning of every session. Just a, a quick little fact about your characters and the past. Straight off your bonnet. Sounds good to me. Good. I'll give you a prompt. And if we just, you know, jump from there. So I thought, given how um, given how highbrow we normally are, I'd start off with a highbrow topic. So, this one, starting with Gregor. <laughs> so, Gregor. Yes. What was your most embarrassing sexual experience? <laughs> oh, well, there's been so many at Dungeon Master. <laughs> I mean, oh, it's got to be the time I got absolutely wankered at, um, uh, what was that pub in, um, was it Hedden? Not Hedden. <laughs> <laughs> Just outside of Beverly. Just... It's, your... it's not your real one. Just one minute, let's just look. The drunken ruby, I think you need to say. It's what I think it is. Belden, Belden, that was it. I'm pretty sure I got absolutely wanked in Belden. That's not where we're, we're all from, by the way. A little village called I'm trying to say a character here, guys. Come on. <laughs> well, basically, I was in Belden and I had a couple of drinks and, um, well, it went to my head. And I thought I was checking up this uh, dragonborn. Uh, it turns out I was completely wrong. Um, turns out I was t- chatting up, um, I think it was a code rack, I believe. Oh, yes, wasn't my, uh, wasn't my uh, brightest moments. But I was happy going to bed with it. But I, th- I think... Uh, 
I think the barb uh, stuff stopped me. So I went to bed alone, unfortunately, that night. So I didn't even pull. I mean, does that really count as an embarrassing sexual experience then if you didn't even pull? Well, I think the others had a good laugh about it. And I couldn't you know what? We did. I'll ag- yeah, we did. <laughs> I'll accept that. So next up then, Ivok. <laughs> well, <laughs> it's rather inappropriate to be asking a monk about such things, but <laughs> I must admit, I... <laughs> this is going to reveal a lot about Ivor's character this next couple of sentences. <laughs> I... I... <laughs> this is going to explain all of that frustration Ivor has. <laughs> Just let it roll off the tongue. I... I... Never done it. <laughs> I mean, it makes sense for a moment, to be fair. <laughs> we find it more enjoyable to <laughs> just pleasure <more>. ourselves <laughs> and not tempt ourselves with appetites of the flesh. I'm just going to rag. <laughs> I'm not even going to touch that. It sounds like Ivor does that enough himself. It'll be on me. Yeah, rag. I didn't think, think it'd be a question like that. <laughs> <laughs> We're highbrow sure here. Is that what highbrow means? I didn't. No, even... no, 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 not at all. Not at all. Oh, okay then. <laughs> <clears throat> Same question. Same question. Okay, well, mine was um, when I figured out what you can actually do with a flute. Why can't I, you with a flute? I feel like I, I need you to elaborate on this, but I also don't want you to elaborate on this. <laughs> well, it's it's rather straightforward, really. <laughs> No, Gregor, it's not. You see, uh, when you're a bard and you learn to play instruments, then um, it's not just... It's, there's different ways of playing. So I can create musical notes with my lute. <laughs> also, um, some feather notes... Downstairs. <laughs> the last session. Is that Greco- <laughs> yes. <laughs> believe me. If, believe me. If you cut off, if you cut off the air supply of, of, of a flute, you'd, you'd be surprised what it can do. Uh, yeah, actually, that, Gregor raises a good point. I don't understand how that's embarrassing. You're just using a, the suction from a flute to masturbate yourself with. You're just showing off at this point. Yeah, well, I was showing off. That was what the problem was. I got um, I got locked away for quite some time for doing that. 
Suddenly, the reason why Rag was on that own severe bane becomes all the more apparent. <laughs> Rag was the uh, only uh, one there who wasn't arrested unjustly. Let's just say I've learned to um, to not do that on street corners anymore. I've learned to not do that around, you know, schools and parks and stuff. Well, and uh, so, um, dear DM, what would yours be? <laughs> Yes, tell us. I'm an omniscient DM. We we don't do stuff like that. That sounds as bad as me being a virgin. <laughs> sounds like you've got more to hide. So, last session. <laughs> Gregor and Bim, it flew off to lands unknown. Whilst uh, Rag and Ivok stuck with the expedition group and continued on their long, long journey to Menno Peaks and the Mithril Mines. Uh, around about half a day later after travelling, uh, when they were taking up rest, uh, Rag, you and Ivok, well, specifically you to begin with, noticed a speck on the horizon getting closer and closer. Uh, unfortunately for you, the rest of the group didn't actually seem to take you seriously especially after some of the comments you'd made earlier. Uh, luckily, though, it turns out this spec was uh, Gregor and Bimit returning back after their half-day trip to parts that you did not know of. After they rejoined you all, you headed further south and finally reached some forests just on the outskirts of the village of Menel. That night, you made camp and Ivok, you headed out to scout out the village of Menel itself after Surik had warned you all in your dreams that there might be opposing forces at play nearby. Unfortunately, at that time, you couldn't really spot too much, apart from some weird glowing lights uh, next to the houses. As this was going on, Rag, you and Gregor both decided to hunt a little bit, and in your attempt at hunting a rabbit, you actually found a man who had, by bad luck, broken his uh, ankle and also crushed a rabbit that he'd been hunting. Unfortunately for him and for you, you weren't able to heal him. Your half orcish hand's a bit too rough. However, is that the most embarrassing thing? <laughs> 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 Luckily for this man though, Gregor ended up returning and finding you and him pretty much in a compromising position, but not in the best, considering, you know, broken ankle. Um look keep on saying luckily for this. Um Gregor, you then healed his um ankle, fixing it completely fine. And in his gratitude, he gave you a bag of beans which Rag promptly took and offered you some stew that you would pick up at some point or another. Unfortunately, you weren't able to find him later, but I have the feeling you're probably going to hold him to account for this. We will. The next morning, uh, before you all set off back into... Well, set off into Menel, Raynor, the one of the other bodyguards on your expedition group, raised quite a good point in that this was a small village with, you know, like, small village people in it. Seeing a dragon, even if it was a smallish dragon, would probably set them off. 
However, both Gregor and Bimit didn't seem that perturbed by this. And Bimit actually took Gregor's backpack away. And within a couple of minutes, Rag, you spotted a weird-looking person with bright red hair approaching the camp. Either at this point you were meditating, so you didn't really notice it at first. But eventually you both came to realise that this, this humanoid figure was in that actual fact Bimit. Who had... After being forced to mature at a much faster rate due to the consumption of gold, he'd managed to essentially unlock um, a racial trait which allowed him to transform into a humanoid. With all of this explained and quite a few apologies from Rag from the way he treated Bimit previously, i.e. trying to break him, um, you all set off into Menel itself. During your trip into Menel, um, Ivok, you were told by Amrius the backstory of the town after a bit of insistence from Amrius. <laughs> he also explained that the the lights that you saw that night previously had actually been um, in, in a new mine crystals that the elves had found within the mines themselves. You guys passed through Minnel and entered into the entrance of the Mithril Mines. After travelling for what seemed like uh, uh, a, a long stretch of time, almost infinite at times, wondering if you would ever actually see daylight again or see an opening, you guys came out into a cavernous expanse, signalling the the actual opening of the Mithril Mines themselves. So you are all now stood, as I said, in a very large very cavernous expanse. There are hundreds of stalagmites stood around the top, uh, stood around the floor, and quite a few stalactites dangling from the dangling from the ceiling. In front of you, in this uh, cavernous expanse, are moving figures in the distance. It's a bit hard to tell who they are or what they are, because they are quite far away from you. You would guess that the overall like space of this expanse is around about two to three hundred square feet and these these creatures are probably about 50 feet away from you unlike the walls uh, unlike the entrance where there aren't any crystals embedded into the walls a bit further on just beyond the actual figures themselves it does look like there are some more glowing areas but rather than it just being pure white there are different coloured glows occurring. Uh, I'm going to cast Dancing Lights. Okay, do you need to roll anything for that, or is that just a straight up? No, it's just straight up cantrip. Just cost an action. Uh, four, yeah, four torch, <clears throat> four torch sized lights. I'm going to send two off into the distance. Maybe, um... I don't know where, 30, 40 feet ahead. 20, 20 30 feet ahead. Uh, I'm going to keep two with me. I'm going to have them move simultaneously as I move forward, always keeping them ones in front 20 feet ahead. Okay. Okay, so the ones that are, did you say about 20 feet ahead? Yeah, 20, 30 feet. Okay, so you, you kind of like... I'm assuming just like a little strum on your loot or something to generate these lights around you. Two of them just 
poof, straight into existence and just float slowly ahead. As they're floating ahead, you can see that, strangely for what is essentially a cavern, um, the floor itself, despite the stalagmites, um, is actually quite clean in the fact that there doesn't seem to be too much dirt. There's stone and a couple of pebbles and whatnot, but there's not dirt itself. There's no mushrooms. There's no insects scurrying around. It, it does look quite bare. As you're all starting to walk forwards, um, Amrius just kind of takes a step and stops for a second before turning around to address the group. He turns to you and looks at you all. Before we uh, traverse any further into the mines, I do believe that uh, it, it would be wise of myself to tell you uh, potential uh, escape routes. You'll see, we are deep underground now, and if anything was to go uh, awry, it would be prudent of us to be able to escape and regroup relatively quickly. Uh, my my boy Ebchar had quite a, an ingenious idea, um, and that was to place one of my runic weather veins at the entrance of the mines just outside of metal. So if anything untoward does happen, we are able to portal out immediately to the entrance. Uh, bearing in mind, though, that uh, doing so will be quite the drain upon myself. Uh, there are quite a fair few of us, and transporting all of us at once is, as I say, quite the drain, too. It would be, uh, it would be prudent to only do this the absolute direst of emergencies. Indeed. Makes sense. That makes sense. Not, not only that, though, that would mean that we should never lose sight of yourself. Yeah, I believe that it would be a good idea for us to, uh, for the group in general, to stick together. Uh, minds are notorious for, um, what is the word, for, for being deceptive. Essentially, uh, if we all stick together, even if we get lost, we'll remain together. Whereas if we split up and go our separate ways, it would be very easy for, say, one group of us to progress, find the uh, temple as needed, and the others to walk around in circles for potentially years until our demise. Indeed. I just suggest that sometimes these things are unavoidable. They may so be, yes. I just, I'm just making the party aware. Let's stay together as a group, watch each other's backs. Sounds like a good idea. As you say, there may be times where this is unavoidable. However, as the leader of the expedition on those occasions, I will, I will deign it worry enough what the team should be split into, dependent upon our skill sets and uh, the ability to regroup. So what, what, what is our first, first form of action? Yeah. Well, I am very glad you, uh, you mentioned that, Ragnarok. Our first group of action would be to uh, find some of the crystal elves. I believe you can probably see them in the distance, gestures behind them to the, the, the shadowy figures moving around and the slight glows. I believe our first port call would be to... to 
find some of the Crystal Elves and discuss matters with them. Tell them why we are here, tell them that we know about the uh, the, the Temple of Merkel and uh, how we are here to help resolve it. However, that does actually, thankfully, lead me to my, my next point. You see, Elves and Tieflings, hundreds of years ago, did not get on too well. And if these, uh, if these crystal elves have sequestered themselves away for centuries, they may not react too favorably to a team. Well, I don't, I don't think I should talk to them. Indeed. That's very well. I would, I would also probably, uh, I believe that may be a prudent move like Narc. You do have the uh, ability to either endear towards people or immediately make them wish to uh, murder you. Well, I think we should send Divok. I was thinking uh, right. Just as you say that, Red is just like, what the fuck would I want to talk to these glittery punsy? Yeah, don't send <laughs> him. Elves. They'll be all like, oh, hey, Ray, you are so cool. I'll be like, I know it, baby. You are an elf, well, aren't you? I, I must admit, Send that to face again. I'd rather, rather figure off you. Choose me to, uh... Well, you're good at keeping yeah. the peace, Ivor, can't you? Hardly. <laughs> I do my best, though. But I would say it's not... It's, it is our... It's our companion's here expedition, and he seems to have a way with the word. Maybe we could leave it to him, and we just step in if things get a little bit... I know, I know. Just a suggestion. Just a suggestion. I, I, I am extremely flattered that you put my name forward. Being I'm, the president that needs protecting as yes, I am. Yes, yes. <laughs> and, Gre and Gregor, um, he, he's not an elf. Me? Not Raynor. I could, I could happily do it. Uh, as long no, as no, no, that's not what I'm saying. <clears throat> I'm saying you've just called Raynor an elf. I'd stand back. Well, I'm happy to talk to these, uh, these, uh, crystal elves. <laughs> it appears. <laughs> it appears that they're <laughs> listening to, um... Gregor, that is not it's what your... we were saying. However, you're, <laughs> if you're volunteering to talk to the crystal elves, then I, I, I would have been happy with Ivor, seeing as he is the, uh, the leader of your group, but, uh, I suppose a cleric is as good a person as any to talk. He's already found the mushrooms. Why don't me and Greg both go? There was one time. Well, that would be even wiser. You see, Ivor, this is why this is why we suggested you talk. You come up with the smarter of the ideas, and not talking about how people may or may not be elves. Just glances sideways to Raynor. Indeed. We'll both go. I was just being cautious. <laughs> well, though, it, it, it is always wise to be cautious. I'm just to whisper to Gregor as we set off, and also my, I don't really do that, seem to do that well in these situations. <laughs> um, Drew, do you mind coming with us as well? Um, so you say this, and Foo just kind of steps forward, he, he kind of like, doesn't push past Raynor, just kind of a very gentle shoulder barge past Raynor as he does. Yes, I can. I can come along. Not really uh, sure how much help I'll be, but yes. 
Well, a bit of protection, that's what I'm thinking. Just in case these crystal elves are not in the best moods for talking. Ah, fine, I'll come as well, then. But, uh, if, you, if you want rag, that's absolutely fine. <laughs> I don't believe anyone was as asking you to come along, Ragnarok, but I suppose, you know, we're already literally split, splitting the group up. There's four of us here, four of us going to them. And after all, what should I do if they attack me? Who <laughs> just kind of looks at you, I thought you were a monk, can't you look after yourself? No, apparently not, according to some. <laughs> mm. Come on, so he's, got his hand, he's got his hand on his, like, on his katana, just... Hand on his katana and just starts walking forward quietly. Yeah, well, I will walk alongside him. Let's... After about 20, 30 seconds of walking, almost out of nowhere, two large figures kind of like step out. Um, these figures are completely hairless, and they, but they have pale white skin. They are very bulky and very muscular. However, as you're starting to look at them, you see that on their skin they have numerous growths on them. Um, they have growths kind of like on their arms um, and their hands. The ones on their arms kind of come upwards and spike out like pauldrons, and the ones on their hands kind of like cover their hands into sharp claws. Takes you a couple of seconds to spot, but these growths appear to be crystals. Do they seem hostile? Not really. They've, they've literally just stepped out to stop progress. But they don't necessarily seem hostile to you. I just hold um, my hands out and just like, Greetings! So, I... they they both look down at you. Um, they're, they're a little bit taller than you, which is surprising seeing as Gregor, you're like, what, six and a bit feet? Um, but yeah, they are quite tall. They look down at you, and as they look down at you, you can finally see their face. Um, strangely, there's no crystal growths. On, on their actual body itself, there seems to be relatively random crystal growths, with the exceptions of their arms and hands. They've kind of like got these yellow hides that are covering their torsos and their groins, but their face is almost completely clear. They've got like a white hairless... Like features around, very sharp, sharp pointed ears. However, their eyes, their eyes are refracted. It almost looks like their eyes are made out of crystals of different colours. As you, as you've kind of like, as they've stepped out in front of you, they've both kind of like, they've got two spear, well, they've got a spear each, which kind of forms a cross. They've landed across, so they're kind of blocking your path. And you can see that these spears are also sharpened crystals. Okay, I'm just gonna whisper to whoever's to my immediate right. Uh, that would be Gregor. Gregor, is this what crystal elves typically look like? Do you know? Never seen a crystal elf before, to be honest, Ivok. I'm guessing this is what they look like. I mean. They look like elves, they've got the pointy ears, and they've got crystals forming on themselves. So I'm I'm going to go to the jump and think they are crystal elves. Good enough for me. I just, I just knock. 
Carry on. <laughs> As you two have this discussion amongst yourselves, the Crystal Orb guards just kind of look to each other, then look back at you. A beat passes. And then another. And then finally, they speak in a long, dead language that you have never heard before. They say, Attendus ici, je crois c'est qu'il y a vous rencontre. French. Oh, hey, can I put my hand out and just just say easy, easy, and can I just touch one of them on the arm? As you touch one on... Oh, let me roll for this, actually. <clears throat> As you reach out to touch one on the arm, the other one just immediately with the, like, crystal sphere just whacks your hand. I just Maybe wanted not. to cast tons. Yeah. Maybe Maybe not. Not. Maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe not. I'll tell you, we don't know this language then. Ah, <laughs> uh, you know what, actually? Roll me... Roll me history with disadvantage, because like I said, this is a long, dead language. So for all of us. That's for, yeah, because all three of you are there. And you know what? I'm going to roll it for the uh, few as well. What's the roll for? Um, History with disadvantage. It's a natural one for me. 14. 8. Rag. Actually, let, let's, work, let's work downwards. So, um, Gregor, did you get 13, did you say? I got an 8. I got what did 14. you get, Ivor? I got 14. Okay, so Ivor, with that 14, you can recognise... You can recognise that uh, modern Elvish, or some sub-languages of modern Elvish, have their basis, or have at least some similarities to this language that these Crystal Elves are speaking. However, it is different. It's very different. There's, there's basically only one or two words that you're picking that you don't even know, but you've heard modern elves say, essentially. Do you know that there's ties to elvish in there somewhere? But at some point or another, it's just kind of split off and diverged. I'm going to pass that to the group and say, this is elvish. Of, um, there is elvish in there, but it seems to have there seems to be something else in there that seems to be quite indecipherable. <laughs> right. Well, I know a bit of Elvish, so I'll give it a go. Fairly that, I suggest hand signals. Gregor, with that eight, whilst you might know Elvish, you don't recognise any of this. Oh. It's completely, it's completely unknown to you. Fair enough, fair enough. Rag? Um, so for you, <clears throat> it's more kind of like bewilderment than anything else for you, but you kind of like, you try and repeat it back, almost thinking it might be a greeting of some sort. Yeah, you say it back very wrongly. Their, their crystalled eyes kind of like just... Creek inwards, and you just hear 
Ça, c'est ça, là. Hi, hi, hi. <laughs> and one of them reaches out and grabs you. Um, on my way, on my shoulder? shoulder. Yeah, on your shoulder. He just kind of grabs you quite firmly on the shoulder. Uh, I'm gonna uh, grab his hand, hold his hand on the top there, prevent okay. him, hopefully prevent him from doing any damage. He's not, not, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna try and hurt him, but can He's I? Can I look at him, like, try and look in his eyes, and just be like, please release my friend. Rob persuasion with disadvantage. That's with my eyes as well, though, yeah. Oh, oh, alrighty. I forgot about that, yeah. If your eyes are glowing bright purple, casting some of the only light in this area. I need to load something up really quickly. As, as you kind of, yeah, you just kind of like step next to him, get his attention. And as you do... Yeah, let's go. Just immediately, let's go. Can I? I was going to say, put a just... friendly smile on my face and go... Like that. <laughs> he... He's not quite sure what to do, but he just kind of nods his head slightly. They don't move their spears or anything still. Okay, and I'll be like... Can I? And then I'm going to turn around and be like, Does anybody speak Elvish? <laughs> I just literally say in Elvish, Friend! Friend! Ah, of course, Gregor. Maybe you might be the best candidate for this then, as they do speak a hint of Elvish, I have noticed Okay, so... Use very simple words. As you're saying... What are you saying again, sorry, friend? Friend. Okay, as you're saying that... Roll me... Uh... Oh, what would it be? Roll me a... Just roll me a persuasion check. Just a straight up persuasion check. Woo! Persuasion, 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 Do I understand that? It seems like they might be saying friend back in their language. Yes! Demi! What did you say, sorry then? Demi. They're just... Give me a second. Does it mean asshole in their language? They, they, kind of, they kind of tilt their head just kind of inquisitively and look you up and down. Uh, the other one, again, the one that you're not currently speaking to, again, a bit of a softer tone this time, but attendez ici jusqu'à ce qu'il y a vous rencontre. I just hold out my hand and just say an elvish uh, hand. He doesn't react, he just continues staring at you. 
Does anybody else here know what this language is? Now, uh, signal to the others. Yeah. Uh, put, with my lights. Uh, bring two, two of them lights across. Just so it's lighting up us, these elves, and the group behind. As these lights to encourage people to come forward. As these lights are kind of like filling in the gaps between the two of you, you kind of hear like a shuffling um, behind you, behind the guards, in fact. And as that happens, or as that shuffling grows louder, you see that the two spears just kind of like shing and open. Stood stood in front of you now. You're in. (laughs) Stood in front of you now, like the. Um, like the other two elves that you've seen, is stood a completely hairless elf. He's got bright magenta eyes. Um, you can see that the, the, they're only the Skellera itself. The irises seem to be the same colour, so similar to the two guards, but his eyes don't seem to be fragmented like theirs. His skin has taken on a... It's like a pale grey type of colour. And any areas that aren't covered um, by actual skin, any area that is uncovered essentially, has crystals kind of like covering them. His crystals are covering basically um, all of his forehead, so they're kind of embedded in his forehead, almost like a ringlet. It's like these dark red crystals. He's got extremely high and sharp cheekbones, a small pointed chin, and his ears, like the other two, are pointed high and backwards. As he opens his uh, mouth to smile at you, you can see his teeth have become jagged and yellowed. But unlike the uh, two guards, he's not actually wearing any clothes. Um, but he's not naked as such. He has just crystals embedded all over his body. His arms are covered by blue crystals which come all the way up to his wrists and stop just shy of his spindly grey hands. His chest and his groin are completely covered by growths of white crystal. They almost look like scales in a certain light. And on his legs are the same blue kind of crystals that are on his arms. He just smiles at all all four of you. (laughs) He just kind of walks through. And as he walks through again, he utters the language of a long dead language. Oh. Bonjour. Oh, can I just it is put out my hand for a <laughs> for a handshake? As you as you extend your hand and I think it's not French what you want about. There's no such language as French <laughs> in Eaflock. He he reaches out Ooh. and I see I uh I uh, see you understand our language. Petit. Petit. Very. A small amount. Okay, okay. And as he says that, you feel his spindly hand wrap around yours, Gregor, for a handshake. This is uh, not how we normally uh, greet uh, amis as such, but uh, it is uh, not often that we uh, see on don't work for uh, many, many new faces. They are normally the uh, people from uh, Menel. 
I just as I continue shaking him, can I cast tongues? <laughs> shaking him. <laughs> as I'm just shaking him about. Uh, you can, yes. Does that require any? It literally. Uh, oh, I need a component. A small clay model of a Zigdorat. See, this is an interesting thing because generally we've not um generally we've not really used components for spell casting, so I mean I can start making you guys use components. You can do if you want. Yeah, gonna, after this one. <laughs> I was gonna say I'm just gonna roll a D twenty here. Anything above ten, you don't need the component for. Anything below a ten, yeah, you do. It's a fifteen. You don't need a component to cast tongues on this. Right. It's just literally a touch. Yeah. And uh, the duration lasts for an hour. And this spell grants the creature you touch the ability to understand any spoken language it hears. Okay. So as you touch him and you cast tongues, there is kind of like a slightly pale light that engulfs both of you. I'd just say. Uh, greetings. I think you can understand us a bit more now. Ah, yes, we 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 are able to come uh, to an accord. Yes, we. Yes, yes. That's uh, fine. I thought this would be a bit more easier than us just struggling, shouting at each other in simple, with simple words. Ah, uh, we we we. What would you? Why are you upon now? Board, uh, board. Where, where are you? Uh, here, are you, uh, are you for uh, the uh, the crystals, uh, the uh, shop. Actually, we're looking for a temple. Ah, we, we, the temple on our uh, mining floors. Yes, yes, yes. Yes. We're looking to explore that. So we've heard that there's some some stuff going on over there. He just kind of like raises his. He doesn't have eyebrows as such, but like the brow, the burns by the brow are just kind of raised slightly. Uh, we and uh, why are you? Uh, God, that wasn't that wasn't French. That was fucking Romanian. Why are you here? <laughs> um, shit, I've lost the voice now. Uh, and 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 why uh, why are you uh, wanting to uh, explore the uh, this temple? Well, it's just shit. He's the tongue, the tongues that you've cast, uh, causing his accent to shift every so often. Well, well glad you asked. <laughs> <laughs> well, basically, our friends over here, over there. I just point back to like the others, Amir, Sepcha, and stuff like that. Uh, we're with them, and uh, we're looking to explore this temple. Ah, oui, oui. Uh, and again, again uh, where are you, uh, how do you say, uh, exploring the uh, temple? Uh, yes. No, wh- why? Why? Oh, why? why? Uh, we've had some uh, disturbing stuff about a cult going there and about, uh, and I just lean in and say about plinths. It just leans in again. About a blimps. 
I did not know this, uh, this plinth that you are speaking of, but uh, uh, they called, they called that, uh, there was, uh, there were maybe uh, people who, Jesus, that was very, that was very German there. There are people that are here. Um, is it, Jesus Christ, I should not have chosen French, I should have chosen German. <laughs> There are uh, potentially uh, people who are already down in the uh, mines themselves. Uh, were these by. were these plants uh, tend to be incredibly dangerous for yourself as well? They're not really something you want to mess with. We've had a run. None, none. We've had a run in with them a few times, and there seems to be foul magics around these items. Have you ever heard of the antique? Just give me a second. Ivok, I don't think you can. Ah, lesser pumps. I don't think you can understand. Lesser pumps. He can, Greg. Greg, he's had a spell on him. Lesser pumps, we, why do you ask this of me? Have you have you ever encountered one of these? Young oh no no no! It's a bunch of disgusting, <laughs> disgusting abomination. Yes, well, it seems to be a plague that seems to quite dangerously ravaging through these lands, these creatures, and there's just foul magics, and these plimps seems to be a power source of theirs. Hmm. And, uh, and uh, why do you think the uh, plimps are in in this uh, building that's appeared in my in my mines? Uh, for, uh, you must understand this has been uh, very unsettling for moi. Uh, the, uh, the temple is uh, appeared out of nowhere and uh, traps many of my uh, my people. In the uh, lower areas of the mines, they have not been seen in days or weeks, one fortnight. Ah, well, fortnight. We, perhaps we could be of help then, because we wish to enter and maybe able to resolve the problem, which we will do, of course. That's why we begin. How would you uh, suggest to solve the uh, problem? We have many warriors. Hmm. Got a good point. Again, again. Like I said, uh, there is already a uh, a group was traversed uh, into the mines. Uh, arrived a few days ago now. That's on the set with this. This. Um. Ten. East. We 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 ten ten east. We we uh, oh, group. They said that they uh, they would be able to go. Uh, how you say? How you say? Rectify. Let's you all on time for on the mines. Uh, however. Not have been seen since. Uh, 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 Not have been seen since. Uh, 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 yeah. 
Well, hopefully with your permission, we were allowed into this temple. And oh, we, we can we can explore it for ourselves. Oh, you don't understand. I cannot. Uh, once I leave my uh, people and all the personal heirs and uh, commerce on the uh, top level, I uh, do not have a volunteer of the uh, temple itself. Uh, you are able to go into the land, of course, of course. Uh, it's, uh, if uh, if the deity does not wish for you to uh, enter the temple, then you are, uh, how you say, uh, shit out of luck. <laughs> oh, that makes sense, that makes sense. Oui, oui. But, go on, continue. However, you do have uh, my blessing that uh, you all, you and this group and the uh, dirty tieflings over, over there uh, are able to uh, traverse my mind without any problems. Uh, in fact, the show of, uh, how would you say, uh, the show Appreciation. of... Appreciation. Uh, bon volante, uh, goodwill, uh, you are nice. able to browse, uh, peruse the... Uh, Shops on on level uh, is mainly uh, crystals. Do you have any weapons? He just um, he he kind of looks around for a second, uh, and then he just shouts guns, and two of the um, two of the other guards come running by. Uh, we have. Uh, um, Cast for uh, spare, um, how you say, uh, spears, uh, the crystal spears. Do you have anything rage? Uh, repeatable? Range, like is in. Uh, uh, range, I thought you bow. said uh, rage. Uh, none. None. No. Regretted none. Alright, I just look at Rag and think, well, I'm shit out of luck, so I'm gonna. Go. Ah, you use the litum too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 oh. I just, um, I just look at the others and just tell them to come over. As you're gesturing, yeah, the rest of the group follow. Um, you do notice that both um, Amris and Epchar, whilst they are coming over, they are kind of keeping a bit of a distance back, almost like they they know that approaching the crystal elves might cause some kind of incident. Don't worry, Amaris, Abja, it's all fine. Keep your head down, move along. Yes, that was my uh, intention in the first place. Believe me, my father and I do not wish to cause a uh, diplomatic incident. I just go to Amaris and just say, uh, we've been allowed entrance into the temple, but it turns out if the deity, the celestial, does not like us, they can easily not let us in, if that makes sense. Oh, no. Oh, typical of a misinformed elf. 
such as one of those to not understand quite how this works. No, no, he is incorrect. And as he says that, you see uh, this leader, the leader of the Crystal Elves, just kind of look a bit offended because obviously now he can understand. No, no, no. It's just not so much that you will be not able to get in if they do not have the favour. What it will be is that there will be various, uh, there will be various tests, no doubt, to prove that one is a true believer of the temple one wishes to uh, visit. The outer areas, anyone will be able to uh, approach and walk around. However, the interior areas, uh, the ones that are only for devout followers of such, my boy, are, we'll have to uh, have numerous tests, no doubt, to show our dedication and cause. However, I, we, we will uh, burn that approach down when it comes. <coughs> may, may I suggest, gentlemen, we continue this conversation further in the night? Yes, it might be a good idea. Yes, let's go. <laughs> I just turned to the leader and just said, thank you. Uh, what's your name again? Uh, Je m'appelle Ilya Shardlight. How do you spell that? Uh, how do you spell that? Uh, 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 let me see if I can remember uh, the alphabet. Uh, Ash, L, uh, oh wait, no, Ash is H. Shit. I, you know, I, L, Y, O. I L Y A Shard Lights S H A R D Yep L I C H T L I C G H T sorry G H T so light Ah G H T Shard Light yes. Shard Light yes uh, lovely As you're saying as you're kind of walking by as I walk by, I said, speaking of lights. We? Oui. Click my fingers and have my lights back to the formation. Yeah, they just kind of follow around the outside of you. As you pass by, he just kind of looks at you, um, going going beyond, obviously, and just, bon chance, uh, traversing the uh, mines uh, the temple. Uh, uh, word of uh, attention, uh, the mines have been uh, abandoned for the last uh, two to three weeks. So, uh, some of the creatures that are normally uh, scared away by uh, the noise and um, minerals and what not may, how uh, you say, be present. Thank you very much. Oh. oh, no, no, no problem. Au revoir. Au revoir. <laughs> oh, uh, I, 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 uh, uh, my manners, where are my manners? Uh, if you follow the road down, down, the uh, rush, down, down, just kind of signals with his hand, you'll find the uh, elevator, and that will lead you down to the mines. Sounds good. Let's let's uh, let's go. Let's head off. Okay, so yeah, you all just continue walking. Then um, you pass as you're walking. You realize that you are now entering kind of like the trade area. So where he was saying that you could all shop and whatnot. 
Um, as you are all just passing by, you see that there are makeshift tables. They're kind of almost like slabs of wood. Um, not slabs of wood, sorry, slabs of stone. And on top of the stones, um, there are a variety of crystals. Each table has a different coloured crystal on them, but it's only that type of crystal on one table. Um, it's kind of opened up slightly, and it seems a bit more welcoming than that initial entrance, and the area is a bit further back. You would, if you were to hazard a guess, there. Um, this is where, if people are trusted enough to come into the mithril mines, add into them. This is where most people would see. Um, like before, there are a lot less of those direct white lights. However, as you're kind of passing by the tables and you're seeing just kind of like odd looking crystal elves, some of them even making like a clicking noise as you pass by and their heads just kind of following you. You notice that the, the tables, the crystals on the tables are giving off a lot of ambient and diffused lighting. It's creating like gentle glows of varying colours, not across the entire chamber but in your immediate vicinity. For a couple of minutes at least when you're passing through, Ragyar lights aren't really doing too much due to mm. the diffused lighting. However, as you're kind of looking and there's just silence apart from the occasion like drip, drip, drip of water somewhere and the occasional like clacking, clicking noises of some of them is pretty much silent and there's something about that silence and the odd reddish bluish glows that are casting long shadows across their faces. Something seems a bit ominous. You're not really sure what it is though. Did you sorry, you say that there's a shop like in a in a room kind of thing or No no you in? this it this is the shop the shop area essentially are all of these tables with the crystals on them. The shops are basically the crystals. All oh, right. Is there any merchant that we can see that be selling them? Or it looks as though the people that the crystal elves that are stood behind the um, behind the tables might be the merchants. Oh, there's one person behind each mm. table. Yes, yeah, so like every table these... is an individual. Do these crystals look of any value? Uh, roll me a perception check, please. Natural 20. Okay, and now I want you to roll me a constitution check. <laughs> oh no. Cons check or save. Uh, ooh, save. save. Roll me a con save, please. Natural one. <laughs> <laughs> ooh, it's been a long time There's coming. A wrong, wrong way around that, isn't it? It's been a long time coming. If I had a natural one on trying to figure out whether they were of any value, that would have been all needed, right. Yeah, you wouldn't have needed to roll this. Okay, so Ivor and Gregor, let's let's do it this way. Ivor and Gregor, you were both passing through the shops, the shopping area, along with the rest of the group. As you have passed through, like darkness descends once more, and you notice this time, yeah, actual darkness descends. Rag's lights are no longer following you. Instead, about 20 or 30 feet away is a lift, an elevator essentially. 
Um, the lift itself consists of a wooden base with metal-linked fences all around the side and a rolling metal gate on the front and the back of it. Um, on either side of the wall are two red crystals and it casts a deep red light all across like the immediate floor and the actual elevator itself. There's also a lever, um, sorry, a crank on one side. However, as you're like approaching it, like I say, you've realised Rag is no longer following you. Rag. As you're passing through these areas of shops and whatnot, with all these crystals, you realise one important thing. One thing that had been mentioned before, and that comes into your head again. These are new mine crystals. Whilst they might be inert new mine crystals, that means one of two, well, one of three things. One, they might be able to be rendered powerful again, especially given to the right people. Two, regardless, you could probably fool some people into thinking that they were the real deal. They certainly look it. And three, they are incredibly valuable in the right hands. Which of course means that you feel that familiar tug deep within your soul once again. That you have to earn... You have to earn at least 20 of them. <laughs> at least. In your head, in your heart, in your soul, it doesn't matter which ones, it doesn't matter what colour. There are a multitude of the colours, and yeah, it doesn't matter to you which one, which colour at all, you just want those colours. want those new lines. I was going to say, are we near the shops or are we near the elevator at this point? You, you at this point are at the elevator on, you're, you're approaching the elevator. However, you have now noticed, due, simply due to the fact that Rag's lights are no longer with you, that uh, Rag has stopped. Have you seen Rag, uh, Ivok? No, no, last time I saw him, we were passing those tables back there. What was on the tables? Yeah, just those fancy crystals. I'm going to start walking over. Can to I <laughs> can I roll to see if I remember about um, Rag's um, like disability in a way? Roll me a history check with disadvantage because it has been so long. Uh, how compelled am I to? Um... Incredibly. Yes, but uh, with me being aware of this, can I? Seek help, because what I want to do is I want to call out to the others to try and stop me from doing it. Not with that natural one, you can't. <laughs> well, I would say regardless of that, now Greg's mentioned it, I'd be like, well, I'm going to see where he is because I'm keeping the party together. That's very <laughs> true. Well, I've got a nine anyway, so... Yeah, you don't remember, unfortunately, Gregor. You're just kind of like, oh, that's odd. He's stayed behind. He might be, you know, shopping for something. And... Yeah. I just I, got, I have a, go get go get him. He's, we're uh, we got, we're at like, the elevator. 
It's like I just said, we have to stay together. Has this has been happening though, because you guys did walk for an extra like two or three minutes before you realised that rag wasn't there, because the only reason that you realised that rag had stopped was the fact that his uh, his lights weren't following anymore. No, I need to start making a move on this. Yep, you've got... Uh... Let's say you've got five moves in total before Ivor gets back to the shop. Because I uh, can't stop time until he gets here, can I? So I'm going to nope. have to move on with it. <laughs> nope, with a natural um, one. You've got five. Tenths, okay, so uh, I'm going to go closer to this crystal then. Um, and I'm just going to check my bag of holding. Just, just open it and look. Oh, yes, I can fit in. I can fit. I can fit about 20. It's looking mighty um, full. After fitting 20 in there, it might just about be full. Uh, I'm going to... I'm going to cast Mage Hand then. Okay, do you want to... Give a bit of an explanation on Mage Hand then. Do you want the descriptive information? Yes, please. For um, my benefit so... and everyone else's. Alright, so a mage hand is a special floating hand that appears at a point I choose within range. The yep. range is 30 foot. Um, the hand will last for the duration or until I dismiss it as an action. The hand, uh, I can use it to control. So I can manipulate an object, I can open an unlocked door. Uh, in this case, it's store or retrieve an item. Okay, that's... Okay. Um, but... It can't carry anything more than ten pounds, so I need to try and. It being multiple I'm gonna try times. And... Oh, I can sweep it. So, what at least one of these crystals is is no more than ten pounds. At least one of them. You could try and sweep the crystals into your bag if you wish, but if you wanted to do it like individually until it's like ten pounds limit, I would say that you could probably per hand. You could probably get there's about one. Yeah, there's only one hand. Yeah, uh, let me just check. Well, that's all right. That's enough information I need. Yeah, you'd be able to pick up a couple at a time, depending on maybe another roll. Uh, so I'm going to discreetly play. Is there any pillars that I can see in? Or I mean, anything? There's no coverage. Nope, there's no coverage. This it's is like a wide space. open area. The best that you've got are some stalagmites, but like I said, this area seems conspicuously clear of stalagmites, almost like they've tried to make it more welcoming to shoppers and whatnot. Because surely I can, um, I can still think about how I want to do it. Oh yeah, you can think about how you want to do it, but you just know that you've got to do it. Uh, can I see any of these, uh, the crystal elves or any of these creatures hanging around, lurking around these tables? Yeah, they're all stood directly behind the tables. That's their shops. That's how they trade for other things. <laughs> they're all going to be stood there. One of them, um, just to let you know, uh, in terms of colours, there are pink, black, yellow, red, blue and green. Which one would you like to be stood next to? Uh, black. So as you're stood next to the table with the black new mine crystals, or inert black new mine crystals, they are casting off a bit of a black glow, but it's weird. It's almost like it's sucking in the light at the same time. 
How are you acting around this table? Um, I am... Um, <sighs> quickly glancing and then taking a step back. Um, just checking if I want to do this. I'm going to have to, I think. Um, I'm going to place my bag of holding down on the floor. Okay. And I'm going to cast Liamon's Tiny Hut. So this is... This is an immobile, immobile dome of force. Um, it, it can fit nine creatures of medium size or smaller can fit inside the dome with me. Okay. Uh, creatures and objects within the dome, when you cast this spell, can move through it freely. All of the creatures and objects are barred from passing through it. Spells and other magical effects can't extend through the dome. Or, or be cast through it. The atmosphere inside the space is comfortable, dry, regardless of the weather. Um, it, I can make, but basically the dome is opaque from the outside and transparent from the inside. Okay. So uh, I'm going to cast that with me stood inside it, um, but not the mage hand. So just a little bit further back from the table. Yeah, but you realise that when this happens, isn't there going to be a shack basically in the middle of the cave? Well, it's just a, an opaque dome. That's uh, what I've failed to mention is... Um, I can change. What is it called it's again? Form, I believe. Liamon's tiny hut. Um, okay. Information on it. So hang on. Uh, the dome is of any color that I choose. Okay. So it's opaque with any color that I choose. So what I'd like to do, uh, if that is any color that I choose, I want to, to match it with the color of the room. I mean, the room doesn't really have a colour. I want to try and... It's stone. It, everything has a colour. It's <laughs> grey, then. It's grey, browny, blacky... I mean, okay... We... You can try and make it camouflage, no, they're, they're, they're all stood next to the table here. I have no directions. You're going and grabbing them. <laughs> I might be overthinking it, but I don't think I no, am. No, it's fine. Stood there. I... I want you to roll though, because yeah, it, you're going to be. It's not just a simple coloration. This is you're trying to camouflage it with the rocks and stuff. So I want you to roll me a perception to see if you can see the actual coloration and shit. Then. Okay. Uh, just because if it was a simple color, then that'd be fine. I wouldn't need anything. But you're that's essentially trying to match multiple colors. That's a two. <laughs> Alright, so you cast Lehman's Tiny Hut. Um, it kind of spreads out and it stops just... I'm guessing, are you wanting it to stop just before the actual... Um, before the actual table itself and whatnot? No, it doesn't need to. No, I, I'm stepping a little bit further back from the table. So yeah, not yeah, so you're, you're not wanting the it. dome itself to be... You yeah. don't want the table it's to only, be covered. It's only a ten-foot dome. Okay, that's fine. So, yeah. Um, a little distance behind it then, this 10 foot dome just kind of whoop, springs into existence. You tr you've tried to figure out what kind of matching colours there are, even with your lights and stuff. 
but the best you've got is kind of like a pewter grey type of colour. It just kind of almost looks like a big boulder has sprung into existence. Um, with this big boulder springing into existence, no one seems to react. So that's move number one. Okay, so um, I'd like to step outside of the dome. Okay. You now stood outside of the dome. Still silence around you. Okay, Um. And just walk walk away from it a little bit. What I'm going to do is I'm going to get the mage hand mm-hmm. to to go and knock. Uh, pick up the black crystal off the table. Uh, hang, hang on, just one second here. There's just something I need to double check. Uh, oh, I can't do it. I can't agree. You can't leave its area. Yeah, I'm just checking. Okay, yeah, sorry, I can't do that anyway. All of the creatures and objects are bad from passing through it. Spells and other magical effects can't extend through the dome or be yeah, through it. The atmosphere inside the space is comfortable dry. That's what you said, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, you, you kind of was, My out... plan was was to get the mage hand and try and roll the, yeah, um, no. the crystal inside it. Unfortunately, no, you, you kind of step outside, and the second you step outside, this giant, like, border-looking thing just... Whoop! Gone. <laughs> I didn't want to use this spell, because I've not used it before. But yeah, you've, um, you've made one move. Either you are... You're starting to approach slowly. You've just seen a large, like, circular thing appear and then disappear within seconds. How strange. <laughs> uh, right, so the, the, the hut's gone then because I've stepped outside of it. Yep. There's a. It was a. There's no right plan, though. It wasn't, no. Uh, yeah. So, just with the, the mage hand then. I'm going to go see if it can pick up the black crystal. I'm not anywhere near it. I'm walking the opposite direction, just just pacing around. Not suspiciously. Okay, so... However, that would look for Greg. Okay. He's sort of... Um, he's had a look at the table, and now he's just... As if he's walking back to the others, just very slowly looking around. Okay, let me just check something then. So, your mage hand manages to, in its grasp, pick up two crystals. And it starts two crystals. Yes, yes. I said okay. it could pick up a couple per time. Um, as okay. it starts to rise, I'm gonna check to see if the shopkeeper notices. Okay, so as it starts to rise and move, the shopkeeper just kind of sees it. Is the mage hand visible to others, or just yourself? Um, it is visible to others. Yeah. This is a spectral floating hand. So the mage, uh, the mage, the um, shopkeeper sees the spectral hand just moving these crystals, and you hear the shopkeeper in its native tongue. Blair, uh, I changed the. Uh, so I just realised I could do this. Change the 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 hand because I can change its form. I can. Well, I can use the hand to. Min- uh, no. I can't. <laughs> Um. Yeah, no, carry on. Valer, Valer, Valer. 
Blah! And the guards seem to be getting very agitated over this, looking around. Um, Ivor, because you're walking, two more guards just kind of, they stop you. Again, with spears pointed at you. It's no problem, gentlemen. I just have to see my friend. Their eyes just kind of narrow again. Valer. Valer. <laughs> How do you say that? Do you say that as if it's a question or a statement? Uh, just Valer. They point their spears at you. Oh, I like great friend. They keep their spear. They're not going to advance any further, but they keep their spears pointed at you. All right. Okay. Greg, guards and <laughs> Greg, Greg uh, guards are surrounding you all. There's not lots of them. There's about four or five, but you can see there are surrounding you. Greg, so you here? Me or him? No, no, that's Greg. Or that right. guards are surround. You've still got the two guards pointing their spears at you. Gregor and the rest of the expedition have like four or five guards pointing their spears at them as their back is at the elevator. Rag, you can hear Ivok shouting you. Uh, am I? Am I compelled to answer? Or I mean, just carry yeah, on with this? No, no, you can you can answer, but you still want to steal shit. You got three turns left before you know. <laughs> Ivok. Yes. What's Why going on? on? I seem to have some spears pointed towards me. Would you know anything about this? I uh, yes. <laughs> yeah. <That's> brutal. <laughs> you know that much. Uh, but I can't really elaborate any more than that. I think you know what. Think back to what what happens to me when I'm outside of uh, Salt Harbor. Roll history. Oh. Oh, yeah. oh, unless, uh, actually, yeah, roll a history, because I made Greg roll a history. But the fact that he's... Roll it with advantage, seeing as he's kind of spoon-feeding you this. Uh, history... Yes. 17. Yeah, you remember that Ragnarok is cursed to steal stuff that he finds. That he... doesn't matter if it is valuable or not, that he thinks is valuable. Oh, if Ragnarok I... thinks it's valuable... He will try and steal it. Oh, I see a thunder wave coming. Um, <laughs> Building all over I... again. Oh no, there's two of them in there. There are two uh... guys stood in front of you, pointing their spears at you. Get, get you. Right. you. Okay, I'll go to one of them and say, "You feel compelled to let me pass." All right. Uh-huh, okay. None. Just spears still pointed. One of them, their spears are still pointed at you. Well, oh, both of them. them. No, no, sorry. Both of their spears are still pointed at you, but only one of them said that to you. Uh, so you can, you can try it on the other one if you want. You feel compelled to let me pass. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! <laughs> it just kind of is. Tyler's just kind of squinting. We, and he raises his spear. The, um, the other guard 
kind of like looks at them. A, like a look of shock. And just gets get to fire. And as he says that, the first guard just jabs the spear straight into the other guard's throat. Blood just kind of oh. sprays that out. Is, that escalated quickly. And then, <laughs> as it does, as he pulls it out, and it's just like, he spins the spear around and spray it to his own chest. Leans forward, and the spear impales through him. Blood again. Cool. Did anybody see it? <laughs> uh, so, none of the shopkeepers did. They're all looking for whatever this thief is and one of the guards that were looking at uh, Gregor and the group saw it one of them who is now rapid sprinting towards you right I am going to <laughs> do it do I see this <laughs> you're currently dealing with what were guards pointing their spears at you all? Well, the guard that's running to me. Did the other guard see that guard running to me? <laughs> or are they just watching No, their, me? their focus is on the other group. We're gonna die! We're gonna die! I've got one thing I could try, but it's bloody risky. So it's not gonna work. Any riskier than everything else that's happening? No, I suppose not. Can I try and throw a dart accurately right in his eyeball. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Uh, roll me a dex. Just a straight up dex. Um, not even with advantage or disadvantage. You've got inspiration, you can use that if you wish. It's not good. It's not good. Oh, but I got plus seven on my decks, so that's fifteen. What damage does a dart do again? What's the d worth of damage? In the meantime, what's going on with the crystal that the mage hand is holding and the, the guard? Um, so the there isn't a guard actually right there. Time. It's the shopkeeper. The shopkeeper has kind of like reached over and it's like scrabbling to bring the crystals back. Just shouting, no, no, no. Oh, <laughs> such sympathy for these guys. Um, is there anybody else around that table I can see that's looking? I'm um, seeing what's going on. So there are the other tables who are kind of peering over, but they're not. They're, they're interested, but they're not leaving their stall. They um, refuse to leave their stall, almost like they're worried themselves that something will happen if they leave. Right. I feel like I've got to do something, really. Yep, you've got three more turns. Yeah, I feel like I should do it now. So I'm going to get the the hand to roll, throw or roll the crystal towards my direction. Okay, I want you to roll me a sleight of hand. <laughs> I was going to say no reaction, no reaction for that pun there, guys. Fucking hell! <laughs> yes, yes, I get it. Do you still want me to roll it though? Well, yes, obviously. I'm not just going <laughs> to say a pun and then, oh wow, you got it. Yeah, that's a natural pass. It's good on that song. 18. <laughs> okay. I was going to say, you can, you can tell we've had technical issues because I, I just 
short-tempered compared to usual. <laughs> uh, an 18, you say. So, yeah the, yeah, the hand kind of... What are you wanting the hand to do again? Sorry, throw it, throw it where? Roll it. Uh, so it so it balls towards my direction. So yeah, the hand just kind of and yet yeah, balls it across to your direction. However, the the shopkeeper oh the shopkeeper does not notice where it's going. Yeah, the shopkeeper is just kind of like no no the crystal doesn't notice that it's rolling directly towards you though. It just knows it's gone off the table. Has it has it reached me? Uh, it is two feet away from you. It stopped two feet away. Um, let me go and use my foot to roll it towards me. Uh, very quickly put it into my bag of holding. Well, that's one, I'm, Josh. I was going to say, I'll let you have that. I'll let you have that. There is one in your bag of holding. However, I 19. <laughs> uh, I want you to roll me another con check with disadvantage. A uh, con save with disadvantage. Ivok, what uh, damage does your dart do while Rag's doing this? Well, it's not much. Alright. But, but I can do stunning strike as well. If. Depending on where it is. I mean, the guard was about 10 feet away from you. By the time the dart hits him, he's about 6 feet away from you. Uh, what damage yeah. does it do first, though, please? Yeah, perfect. I can do it then. Uh, it's. Uh, one. Copper coin. <laughs> uh, 1d4 piercing. Uh, it's got finesse. I don't know what that is. I'm thrown. It's a finesse weapon. So if you've got proficiency in finesse weapons and stuff, it means that you add your proficiency bonus for attack. Right. Okay. Okay, so that then. So you launch the dart. The dart doesn't actually go through his eye. It kind of... I don't know. The dart does hit his eye. But it kind of tinks off. It seems like it makes a tiny little crack in one of the eyes. But it just tinks off this crystal. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> well, um, looks like we're gonna fight, lads. <laughs> I got a five, by the way. I'm gonna do my stunning st strike. <laughs> okay, let's just quickly jump between then. Rag, you still feel compelled to steal more. Ivok, how does your stomach strike work as this man is running to... Is this crystal elf, this guard who is just trying to make sure that his... that his people are safe, who has just seen his best friend kill his brother? Well... And himself. <laughs> well, He's known him since they were little children. 600 years they've known each other. They can't have that much to talk about. <laughs> They've had plenty to talk about over 600 years. Not anymore, they don't. Well, well, it looks like they've run out now. Fucking hell. Oh, we talked about that rock last week. <laughs> um, I'm going to... Well, yeah. Well, basically, the unarmed strike I can do, being the monk I am, after doing a weapon attack. All right. Follow it up with a stunning strike. Uh, uh, one key... Yeah. Which actually stuns him. Okay. So, uh. Alright. Till, till his next turn. To be honest, I just wanted to hit him, though. But, um. Stunned until end of next turn. But we are in a combat situation yet, are we? 
Um, well, not quite yet. You are incredibly, incredibly close to it. Um, okay, so the target must succeed in a con saving throw. So it's eight plus your proficiency bonus. So what's your proficiency bonus? I think it'll be a plus two. Uh, proficiency plus three. Plus three. And um, what's your wisdom modifier? Uh, it's seventeen. So oh, sorry, modifier plus yeah. two. So that is eight plus three plus two. So they need to make a con save of thirteen, or they are going to be stunned. So as as you as you launch the dart, it hits them in the eye. It jinks off. They kind of lean the head back, but they take another step forward. As they take a step forward, yeah, they kind of lean back. You lean forward. You at first have your fist clenched, as if you're going to like attack them straight on. But you kind of open your palm out, lean forward, palm right into their chest. You can see their body kind of like concave. They're just their feet get lifted off. They take a step back. Drop to one knee. They are stunned. Uh, seeing as we're not quite in combat yet, they're stunned for a couple of seconds. Right, I've bought some time. <laughs> you did well. Yep, so right, we're on your fourth turn. Gregor, the guards are. Start, they're, they're kind of looking around a bit confused. Amrius is just, again, confused. I, I do not believe that these guards are waiting to escort us into the mithril mine. What do, uh, I do believe I may be slightly out of my depth. Uh, diplomatic incidents such as this. Uh, I believe that we have one or two options. We can either get into the elevator. Uh, I hope that Ragnarok and Ivok reach us, or we can uh, potentially... Uh, <laughs> potentially cause a much larger diplomatic incident and uh, fuck with a race that has been uh, around for centuries undisturbed. Uh, <laughs> I will take a group consensus on this and immediately I was like, let's fuck them up. We can, oh, genocide against those elves. <laughs> Call me an elf, will you? I'll fucking smash them and those crystals will break them off their body and sell them. Fruit is like, no, 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 do not do this. I know you, genocide is not genocide, it's totally my thing because it is bang ass. Um, Drablan, Drablan is just kind of like looking side to side and he's just like, I do not think that this is that here. This move for us to. Levander would not be uh, would not be very pleased. If well, it we looks like to. we don't have any choice. We have a choice, Gregor. Just because you follow the deity, that is all about rage and destruction, does not mean we all do. So there is also the option of taking the elevator down before they can attack us. I can't, I can't leave Ivok and Raga uh, by themselves. They're okay. behind. Well, you can make your choice. They will not 
called the elevator down yet. However, just taking a step back, his robes are kind of. He, he even he even kind of brushes his hood back slightly, not all the way off, but slightly, so that you and the guards can see his face, his his kind of crunched hobgoblin face, as he's kind of taking a step back. I will wait on the elevator until it is safe for us to go. At this you do what you have, Taplan. At this, Redmond also. Oh, gee, gee, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna. Uh, I'm not a fighter. As you may have guessed, so I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna go on the elevator right now. And he also hops onto the elevator. Ebchar and Amrius, they both step onto the elevator, but rather than go right at the back, like uh, Dravlan and Redmond have, they kind of like stand at the front, like almost ready to protect the other two if, they ne- if needs be. And Fu and Reyna are just still arguing whether or not genocide is the way forward. <laughs> well, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go help uh, Ivak. So I just run the where Ivak is. Ivak, Ivak, what's going on? Why did you just attack that guy? Grab him! We're in. Grab We're him. On. <laughs> okay. What? The guard? I yeah. think we started. Mm. <laughs> Get him uh, quiet! I was say, I'm gonna have to edit that perfectly. Fucking hell. Okay, uh, I was gonna say, what kind of shit? Like, is he on the floor or something? So, this guard is on one knee, just catching his breath. Right, can I just do a rugby tackle into him? Um, what? Are you trying to, like, pin him down, I guess? Yes. Uh, okay, uh, roll me. Uh, I mean, he's on his knees, so, um... Make an athletics check, please. As you, you kind of, like, bound towards him. He's, like, on his knee, slowly pushing himself up because a couple of seconds has passed. Fifteen. What? Would it be fair to say it's a grapple? Yes, because he's rugby tackling him to keep him down. He's grappling him. So, 15, you say? Yeah. So, you... As he gets up, you... He kind of, like, hears the sound of you in your, like, full armour, just... Big dragonborn. Turns around just to see you, like, shoulder-check him, lift him up, just fucking... On the ground. Like, dust clears... And as the dust clears, you see his neck is bent at a very, very bad angle. Yeah, go, Greg. <laughs> he's still, he's still alive. He's still alive. He's still alive. You can just can anyone hear it? <laughs> Gregor will be able to hear it for the rest of his days. If that sounded like French tonight, it sounded like Elvish. <laughs> Ancient Good. Elvish. This man is not. I'll call it to Gregor. It's like, Good tackle. We've got to keep him quiet. There's been a, a bit of a mishap. Can I just pull out my knife? Uh, my knife with my knuckle dusters. I just give him a whack on the head just to knock him out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> 
Uh, <laughs> are you do- <laughs> Sorry, are you doing that with the knuckle dusters? Yes. I was going to suggest a gag. <laughs> you know what? Roll me. Um, roll me. Roll me attack with advantage. <laughs> Is, is this is this poor elven guard? He's unable to move his hands or his arms or anything like that. Just either cold in a rug. His his neck is bent at like a forty five degree angle. Very you know, not natural. You can see he's unable to move at all. What did you get advantage with your? Attack well, I was lucky because that was a natural one the first one. Okay. Uh, how do I check this? It's sunblade, isn't it? Yeah. I'm, actually gonna, I'm actually gonna do that while he's doing that. Stand there with the rag to gag him. <laughs> yeah. So either you're you're pulling out this rag to like gag this guard who's pretty much paralysed on the floor. So you just. Fifteen. What damage does your sunblade do again? Your knuckle does. We said unarmored, didn't we? Plus. Two or yeah. something like that. Oh, is it? What is it? Unarmed attack. Yeah, because wow. it's the knuckle dusters. So, actually, did we did we just give the knuckle dusters themselves a damage rating? I don't think so. I, I, I was going to say I thought we added like plus two or plus three. So, what's your unarmed? Uh, unarmed oh, strike. Your unarmed strike. Sorry. Look, uh, it is. That's a plus seven. No unarmed strike. That won't be a plus seven at it. Will it? Actually, it probably will be yeah, seven. That's yeah. what it says on here. Plus seven to hit. Okay, yeah. So with the knuckle dusters, I think we said plus two or three, so I'll give it a plus three. So, yeah. Is, is this guard is just like groaning in an ancient elvish, like, you just hand back, just side of his head again. The same, the same angle that the same side that's angled like that. If you connect again, you just hear another signal. I didn't come out. And the guard goes silent forever. You just hear it. Right. 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 Greg. Could have just gagged him, mate. Yeah, Rags, uh, I think he's literally just stood there with this rag, just like hovered over him, just like, oh, 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 okay. Yeah. <laughs> I know, I'll be like, well, I'm not really one to talk. Let's hide him. Anyway, I take away like in a corridor, aren't we? No, no, you're in this large expanse. The only reason everyone else hasn't seen you is because they're dealing with the group that's at the elevator. They're kind of, they've still got their hands. Their spears pointed towards the rest of the group, not letting anyone oh, so, past. So no one's noticed this. Uh, no, because the guard that was the guard that went to check on the guard that killed his brother and himself is now being brutally murdered. Right. So at the moment we're not discovered. <laughs> at the moment you're not, though. However, we jump back to Rag. As Rag, just in the distance, you hit. You hear a sickening boom, and then a second or two later, just like... <laughs> I'll, take a, I'll take a quick glance in that direction, <laughs> and then I'm straight back on the mage hand. Yeah. Uh, two... I'm going to send that mage hand over, back over to the same area. Um, 
what where the person's so, alerted. No, no, to the area where the crystals are. Okay, okay. So which colour are you going for? Remember, so you've got... whereabouts <laughs> is the the shopkeeper? Uh, whatever crystal he's nearest. Yeah. I'm gonna go to the furthest one away. Um, just to let you know, uh, I've said before, but I'll reiterate again. Every table contains different crystals, different coloured crystals, and every yes. table has a different shopkeeper behind it. So the one that you went to, the one that's on high oh, alert, yeah, essentially, right. is the black new mines. Table. No, no, it's right. numerous tables, numerous right, okay, slabs of um, stone. With that in mind, then I will, um, I'll go and try and find another table that's not as vigilant. Okay, you've got pink, yellow, red, blue, or green. Black is on high alert at this moment in time. The rest are also on can, alert, but not. Can I? Can, can I observe? Can I? Can I see? Or do I have to pick a colour? I mean, it depends what you're trying to observe. I'm just trying to look who's if there's any of these shop people that's got their back turned or. Uh, so. Or doing something else away from the table. Uh, your best bet. Oh. Your best bet would definitely be Green, who has, after seeing the commotion at the black new mine crystal table. Against their better judgment, and started walking over towards the, over towards that table to see what's going on. As that, um, as that uh, shopkeeper is still shouting, "Volier!" as loud as they can. Uh, I'm going to send it over to the green crystal then. All right. Uh, and I'm going to. Slowly, have the hand just pick it up. Okay, so the hand picks and then up that down underneath the table. The hand picks up two ones more. With the I don't know why I was trying to laugh there. With the shopkeeper being away, it yeah darts underneath the table with the two. It's kind of do you remember the Adams family thing? Yes. The hand. So you yeah. you remember how it used to run basically on its index and little finger when it had stuff in its hand does that it just kind of uh, however roll me just once again for the pun a sleight of hand <laughs> but with advantage because of other people's attention <laughs> you get advantage though because other people's attention are drawn elsewhere um, 19 yeah, so this, the magical mage hand just straight across to you and just kind of like clambers up your leg and just deposits to the crystals. Yeah, you've now got two. Yep, you've now got one black new mine crystal and two green new mine crystals. Uh, roll me a con check, just a con save, sorry. Not with disadvantage this time. Five. <laughs> you still wish to steal crystals. You have one more attempt left. Uh, I'll send it back again, the green. It just kind of... <laughs> Same thing again, I'm guessing? Um, can, 
No, I want to see the shopkeeper. Is he still doing the same thing? Has he got his back turned? Has he got... He's now talking animatedly. He's... Towards the crystals or away from them? He's he's literally... He's back to the table because he's talking animatedly with the shopkeeper who's still just... Magic Okay, uh, grab another two green crystals then and scurry back. Um, this time it actually picks up four. Just kind of like, tsh, just swipes and picks up four of them. Scurries back on its two fingers once more. Slight of hand with advantage. Fourteen. Okay, with that I am going to have to wrong. Yeah, it just kind of scurries back again up your leg. Just tsh, up your leg. Deposits four more crystals in. You've got six. Yeah, you've got six green crystals, one black crystal. Roll me con save again, please. With advantage this time, we'll give you advantage. Because the last couple of attempts have been quite. Is this happening, Ivok and Gregor? You're still just hovering over this dead corpse of a guard. It's like, oh shit, what do we do? Right, I have got a cast. Elements, elemental atonement, and rumble stone. Okay. And then I'm going to say to Greg, uh, like, try and get a big rock. Anyone? A boulder <laughs> or a rock? <laughs> Make sure it's bigger than me. <laughs> Make sure it's bigger than me. <laughs> so a boulder. A You're looking for a boulder, not a rock. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. It's got great bones. <laughs> Make sure you get a big stick too. Yeah. I'll I'll look for a big rock then. So, um okay. And I'm, rum- rum- and I'm, I'm rumbling the cliff walls. Okay, so um I'm gonna try and do this all in tandem then. Gregor roll me investigation. Rag, what were you going to do? I got an eleven on my con save. Okay. You need. You feel the need to get the rest, the thirteen crystals, immediately. It is. It is now starting to hurt your head. You're starting to feel pain from this. Uh, Gregor, what was your um, investigation? Seventeen. You find a. You find a decently big-sized rock. One that you know, not quite as big as the crystal elf itself, but a little bit smaller. But a decent-sized rock. It's quite heavy. Right. Yeah, I pick it up. Just. <laughs> And you still listen to the Smash it on his head. <laughs> like, is, I'm, is point, this... I'm pointing at the guy that's at his throat. Yes. Thing. Oh, the one that has had the one that's been jabbed. Okay. Yeah. Um as this is happening, there's just like a there's <laughs> <laughs> like bits of dust and stones drop down from the uh, ceiling of the cave. You hear a and a stalag tight drops down and just next to you another one next to you couple start dropping down uh rag how are you going to get these 13 crystals you I'm going know to get them now yeah it is starting to hurt your head all you can think about is you need these 13 crystals as the walls are shaking and the stalactites are starting to drop one just next to you creates an indent another one drops again and onto the table and all the crystals just kind of scatter.
going to... <sighs> Sorry, did I slam the rock onto his head? Uh, this... What's happening with Ragnar is happening as you're, like, bringing the rocks... Uh, the rock over. Okay. So after Rag's next action, it will take us up to you holding the rock over this guy's head. Right, okay, so I'm going to... So I'm going to run around the back. Are these tables all scattered in a, in a circle formation? Pretty much, yeah. Pretty much in a circle formation. Can I see any guards around them tables? There was at one point, but the majority of them now are now or were at the black table. Um, however, with this rumbling happening they're now seeming to dart back they're they look like they're running towards the area where the elevator is but they don't look like they're running towards specifically towards gregor and ivor they just look like they're running back that way a couple of the a couple of the shopkeepers are also looking around quite worried one or two of them are starting to looks like they might be considering leaving their post Oh, I really need to think about this. I don't want to fuck this up. Um, so I'm going to, I'm going to stand as long as I'm. Could be dangerous, this, but <laughs> you know, fucking say. <laughs> to to walk towards to try and get in the the middle of all of these tables that are in a in a circle formation. Yeah. Right, but but how I'm going to do that is as I approach the tables, I'm gonna send my mage hand off and I want it to circle around the table, but I want it to smack each individual elf in the face as it goes around this table. <laughs> so you're just slapping them all in the face. Bear right? in mind, it's not one single table. It's multiple tables arranged in a circle, so it'll have to, like, jump, slap, land. Jump, slap, land. I don't jump. think it needs to be... It doesn't need to be grounded, though. Oh, okay. All right, it's so just, it's just I, kind I of send flying it in a circle. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Okay, uh, let me roll like, for these then. Like in the, like the epi- episode of IT Crowd, right? <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm assuming you're doing this to draw their attention then. No, I, 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 want it to, I want it to divert their attention as I'm getting into yeah, the, that, the that, center. That's what I meant, sorry. You're wanting, to, you're wanting to draw their attention to the hands uh, outwards. Yeah, outwards, Okay, yes. so you send the hand off. It fl- it just floats straight away, just like floats and starts picking picking up speed. It goes for the pink new mine crystal bender. Slap it backhands him in the face. You just see this crystal of just what? as its face spins round. It reaches the black new mine crystal bender and slaps him in the face. But he is still he's not he's not really paying attention. He's still just arguing with the uh, green new man crystal vendor, <laughs> just like Engineer. animatedly. Just, Engineer. Yeah, just pretty, pretty much just. Valeur. 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 Vale
The hand immediately oh, then goes to the um, goes to the green <laughs> new mine crystal merchant. Just whoops, just spins his head around. His head like whips like ninety degrees, and then just he, he kills him straight away. No, but he does think that the black new mine crystal merchant has done it. So um, as as the hand slaps him and goes onto the last. You just hear this crystal elf card and slaps the black new mine crystal bender in the face. Um, you you hear the black new mine Has that crystal. Caused a riot? You can't, you hear you hear the black new mine crystal bender pretend a mad backhand. You then hear the green new mine crystal run here. And just punches him in the face, and these two are now brawling amongst each other. The the floating hand continues on its job, on its journey. The the yellow new mine crystal vendor has now noticed this fracas erupt between the black and the green new mine crystal vendor, and they're starting to run over to try and split it up. But as they do, they, it's do you remember those happy slapping videos? <laughs> where, where, where they get someone to run and then suddenly all of a sudden just a slap in the face and it sends them like literally flying that happens with the yellow new man crystal vendor just they they turn the corner to like try and help and then again just right across the cheek and the force of it kind of causes them to corkscrew in the air and land in a crumpled heap the red new mine crystal vendor, bless them, they're trying their hardest not to, not to like leave their post. And again, the 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 hand kind of slaps them once, and they don't react. Slaps them again, and it's just like looking around, but it's still not drawing their attention. So finally, the hand just slaps as hard as it can, like a straight down slap, and you kind of hear like, a, and then just. As blood streams, they cr they cradle their face, just screaming, just ah, ah. it's like crouching and screaming, and the hand flies off for its final pit stop in its journey, going towards the blue new mine crystal vendor. The blue new mine crystal vendor turns as the hand tries to slap it, and it just grabs the hand, just glaring at this hand, just grabs it, and it's kind of looking seeing, surveying all of this damage that one of its brethren just crouched on the floor, sobbing, cradling a broken nose. Another one in a crumpled heap, barely moving, its arm just, like, twitching every so often. The black and green new mine crystal vendor fighting each other, just literally brawling, getting the pink new mine crystal vendor involved as well, just kind of, like, grabbing him and pulling him into the fray. He just looks around and just glares at the, uh, the mage hand and the mage hand just, poof! disappears and it's i'm just stood in the middle now at this point <laughs> you, uh, if this has happened and this and this vendor is still just looking at his hand like sacra blur you you've snuck into the middle completely undetected you are now stood in the center uh, these all these makeshift stand slab tables numerous of them multiple ones of them holding lots of different colored new mine crystals the black new mine crystals are still there the green new mine crystals are scattered on the floor though due to the stalactite as all this has been happening ivic has still been rumbling they're still being <laughs> with stalactites dropping and narrowly missing multiple people another stalactite drops and as the as the as the blue new mine crystal vendor is looking at his hand 
almost like a fucking Othello, you know, a last polar Yorick, I knew him well, just looking at his hand. A stalactite just drops and impales him right through the face. <laughs> he drops down dead, <laughs> spurting blood. <laughs> Rag, what do you do? You are in the centre, you of course. You, Ivor, you and Ivor, and also Gregor, because, you know, him killing that guy kind of set all of this off, have caused absolute pandemonium in this previously peaceful civilization. What did you do? No. So, it, it, <laughs> we just got to get our story right. <laughs> I just grabbed the, I grabbed the big thing and just slam it onto this uh, guy's head. As you slam it down onto the head, um, roll me a strength check, actually, because you're literally lifting this giant boulder, well, this giant stone up to slam it down. Roll me a strength check, please. Seven. As you do, you drop it, and it does drop on the guy's face. However, it also drops on your toe. It breaks your toe and does four points of damage. You just... You hear a sickening... As it squelches and destroys this man, this poor crystal elf guard's face. Rag, as Gregor drops the boulder, you don't even hear this of the entire and the cacophony of noise that is happening after the blue new mine crystal bender has been viciously impaled by a falling stalactite. The pink, black, and green new mine crystal vendors are all fighting each other, and the surviving yellow and red ones. And uh, they're just kind of looking with sheer confusion and horror at the scene unfolding amongst them. Their previously peaceful civilization just <laughs> falling apart in front of their very eyes. What do you do? So I've stood there with my jaw dropped of, of, of how this chaos has, has just happened from this mage hand, but I simply wanted to slap around just to create a diversion. I'm sort of stood there in awe about it. And like just. <laughs> Third level thunder wave. <laughs> okay. Explained all of it <laughs> without the thunder wave. Uh, if there was all, if there was all fighting, I'd have done it. But because only two of them are, are brawling, the I'm rest of them are, are, are immediately going to have their focus on the table again, and I'll get caught straight away. Okay. So what is the con save that they need to make, Rick? Um, it will it will be your proficiency plus your wisdom it's plus 15, eight. Fifteen. They need to make a con save of fifteen. So this, it's all of them. It's not exactly a large fucking area, so this will hit all of them. Let me um, figure this out. So the blue new the blue vendor is dead. The pink new mine crystal vendor, 15, did you say? Yes. He's going to be caught in it. Black is definitely going to be caught in it. Yellow is definitely going to be caught in it. Red? Oh no. Oh no. It's a natural one. And green? Green will actually say. Wait. We said, um. We said matching wins, didn't we? So, yeah. So they're going to... No, we said attacker wins, didn't defender. we? Defender. Uh, that was defender. You know what? I've actually got this written on my house rules. I don't even know why I'm... Attacker will win. If a skill okay. tech matches, then attacker will win. Okay. Well, someone got very lucky. Um, all right. I, I... 
Roll your damage. Um, so, also, in addition, unsecured objects that are completely within the area. I see. Three ten feet away. Yep. And it emits a thunderous boom audible to 300 oh, wow. feet. Just to point out, this audible boom, which shakes stuff, is happening during someone else shaking stuff yeah, in an exactly. underground cavern. But yeah, roll your damage. I'm roll in, your... I'm still in, I still intend to get out of this unseen. <laughs> so yeah, roll your... Is that, roll that, that 4d8 because you're doing third level. Um, let me just check when you cast a spell, you can score a second one. Okay, don't you use about 1d8. Yeah, um, so what does it four. start with? 2, 4d8. Two. Yes, yeah, so roll, roll your 4d8. Roll, roll your 4d8. Oh, this was, this was meant to be such a peaceful, just a quick five <laughs> second pass through. This was this was the setup for the session, not the session. This was the setup. <laughs> that was that's a twenty-one. Oh, these poor people. <laughs> All right. So, Rag, tell me, how do you emit your thunder wave? As your as as this cacophony of violence and aggression and just sheer confusion is playing out in front of you, as the blue Newman crystal vendor has been slew by a falling um, stalactite, how do you emit a thunderous wave of energy? So it was stood in the middle of the table, like I said, in in all my jaws dropped. Yep. All the, all the chaos around these tables. You had to kind I of just, pretty much crouch thought... under and pass through. Yes. Mm. I'm just looking at them all and just. Shrug my shoulders and flick the the end part of the the strings on the lutes, and you get the um, just like a doing. You get the fretboard, and then you get the the end part on the head. It's gonna <laughs> flick. Ding. Ding. <laughs> yeah, just, just literally. Ding. Yeah, and then chest out, and it's gone. It's out there. It's out there now, guys. <laughs> yeah. So, Rag, all you hear just the ding, um, Gregor. And Ivok, what you hear I'm still is... Grabbing, I'm grabbing my foot at this point, like, going, ow, my foot! Um, Gregor, uh, Ivok, have you stopped doing your cave shake? Yeah. As you, <laughs> you stop doing the cave shake, as you stop that... I and mean, it starts coming gonna... down. Uh, this is before he's done the thunder wave. Yeah, this <laughs> is leading up to it. I'll tell you how to go and go, Greg, it's okay. I've got a story. <laughs> and then as you, as you say that, as you're literally raising your hands like, I've got a story, you just do... <laughs> just in the entirety of the cavern, just... <laughs> I just need... Say... <sighs> oh, I just... As this happens, as you hear the... Vroom, 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 once again, the cage starts shaking even more. Much more dangerously. It isn't controlled like when you did it, Ivok. Uh, I want you to both roll me deck saves, please. Is this well, for the Thunder Wave? It is. Because I do have a potion of lightning resistance. I That's not thunder, that's lightning. Uh, no. Oh, no. It's not for okay. the Thunder Wave itself. Just roll your deck saves and you'll see what it's for. Yeah, I was going to say they're way off, be over 15 feet away. 16. Yeah. 16. I know they're over 15 feet away, but do you know what's not? Uh, do you know what's not? You know, like, pardon? The no, rubble. No, not rubble. Like I said, 
you're in an underground area that's been shaken violently for the past two or so minutes, and there's now a loud, audible shockwave that's spread through. Even though it's only 15 feet, that shockwave has spread upwards, affecting an already unstable terrain. What did you get, Ivok? Well, are they rocks or boulders? (laughs) They're stalactites. (laughs) Dropping Uh, down. Very pointy stalactites. uh, Actually, my dexterity is extremely good. Go on, uh, I got a four. Four on that. Sorry, it was a saving throw. It was a saving throw. Yeah, yeah, that's all right then. So what did you get, sorry, Gregor? Oh, no, I got sorry, 16. Got... Sorry. And what did you... Sorry, Ivok, what did you get? Yeah, I'm plus seven, so it's 18. Okay. So as, as you hear the... <laughs> and the sudden shaking much more violent than before, you both look up... Um, <clears throat> You're kind of like stood either side of this boulder, I'm guessing. Like the boulder with the destroyed man is like between you both. Yeah. As you as you look up, you see um, two stalactites just drop down. You both kind of hop backwards and yeah. the stalactites just kind of like <laughs> on either side of the boulder where you were stood. Like just avoiding this man's already desecrated corpse. <laughs> That'll help. <laughs> <laughs> Right. I, I think we need so, to get out of here, Ivok. Yeah, um, this is the thunder waves happening now, isn't it? Yes, so. but this has seemed to have triggered something else off as well, seeing as, you know, underground, unstable. Yeah, Ivok, was that, was that thunder wave? It was, yeah. My plan was to get the guards and say they're fighting and it caused us, but that's not going to work now. Is, so. Has this has happened because it's an underground enclosed space as well? It's similar to, like, you know, like when in films a bomb goes off and it's just like... And it's all oh, muffled. Yeah. So as you're hearing, you know, like, it, I, because you're hearing Gregor ask, it's just kind of like... Oh, okay, yeah. All right, I'm just going to be like... Run! Run! As I look, I just, like, just look at the elevator, but then I look down and see the guy's spear. You can pick the spear up if you want. I pick the spear up. You now have a crystal, uh, new mine crystal spear. Lovely. You don't know what oh. it does or anything until you get it appraised, though, I'm afraid. <laughs> oh, fine. I want one. Roll an investigation. <laughs> As you're sprinting, I'm assuming, towards the elevator. Yeah, but I've just caught him pick one up in a black. Yeah, so ro- roll investigation because <laughs> you've already set off. <laughs> it's not going to be good. 11. Um, you do see one, but it's been broken in half by falling stalactites. Damn it. I shouldn't be doing it anyway. I'm a monk. I accidentally killed them. <laughs> Rag. We, yes. we rewind in time about 15 to 20 seconds as you do the ding and the boom happens. As that happens, this force of thunderous energy raptures out in a... In a 15-foot cube. As it does so, the pink, black, and green vendors are all literally hit in the back, just full-on smashed in the back. What did you say it did? 21 points of damage? Yeah. Uh, The green new mine crystal vendor, the second that it hits them, you see almost like their their clothes start to... the, the hide that they've got on start to shred. You see the crystals crack 
and shatter and then you see their white greyish pale skin underneath start almost peeling up its exposing bone before it pushes through and slowly vaporizes them the sound the the force of this thunder just ripping them apart the same happens oh. with the black new mine crystal vendor he turns to look at the the green new mine crystal vendor the person who just been arguing with as he does you see his eyes start shattering as well and the skin just peels off and again he vaporizes the pink new mine crystal vendor has split seconds to notice this happening tries to scurry away but falls and as he does he's lifted up by the thunderous wave and just slams straight into the ceiling impaled on another stalactite which promptly falls <laughs> next to a boulder that has somehow appeared near where Ivaka and Gregor are uh, let's have a look. Yellow. Um, yellow is, again, like the other one, lifted up and just smashed against the wall. As he does, you see another new, uh, another stalactite drop down, but the force of the thunder wave again catches it and just <laughs> impales him through his chest. You just hit... <clears throat> as he coughs up blood and his head, head just hangs. And then finally... Finally, poor old Red... <laughs> Who got a natural one? Hey! <laughs> yeah, that's it, they're all dead, aren't they? Red <laughs> turns to look at you, Rag. You realise that Red turns to look at you as you like flick the string. Red dives over the over the table, reaching, grasping for you, realizing that you you are the architect of all this destruction. You are the reason why numerous people are dead. You are the reason. Why peace is no longer happening in this area. Always rag. He reaches out <laughs> and the force causes one fingertip, then the other, then the other, then the final fingertip, and then the thumb with his outstretched hand to literally bend back. Then you hear a sickening <laughs> as they all the joints just pull back and it's almost like his skeleton, which is caught in the blast, rips out of its skin before being promptly vaporized as the wave spreads out the um the new mine crystals are all caught and thrown as well a couple of them embed into the walls some just fly up in the air and just drop back down others fly into the corpses or the, the semi-corpses of the vendors as you okay. look as you look <laughs> you can just see in the far distance Ilya just looking horrified at this destruction he drops to his knees, despairing. Kill him. <laughs> you don't know if he knows that you're the reason for it, but you know that he's he knows that a lot of his a lot of his family essentially are now dead. Right. Did you just say he doesn't know it was us? You don't know if he knows it's you. He's just he is a long distance away. So like where the elevator is. So the way the way that it's laid out is there's the entrance that you guys came in, a bit of a space, then the shopping area where Rag is, then another little bit of a space, the elevator, and then further back beyond that is like another area that you've not explored. And you can see that Ilya is in that area. He's a distance away, so he won't have been able to see everything perfectly. You don't even know if he'll have even been able to make out what's happened, but he's definitely seen people dying. What did you do? Uh, yeah, I'm going to leave him. Um, I presume that the noise is still having all of the 
The structure is still really unstable and falling. Yes, it's starting to right, calm down so, a little bit, but you're still here. Yeah, so I'm going to turn and look towards the elevator because uh, I know that's where I need to be. I'm going to grab the, the crystals that are next to me, if there is any next to me. There are. How many did you need? I think it was nine, so I've got seven in my bag so far. You needed Five, 20, seven. so you... Oh, for... I'm just going to take a very quick photo here. Because mm -hmm. I got four in one bulk, two in another, and then one. So I got seven. Yeah, you needed 13, 20. Don't I? I'm just going to send you guys a very quick picture in the Discord, because I can't be asked to, um, I can't be asked to move my webcam. This is the exact number that appeared next to you or all around you. If you guys would like to uh, check out the Discord chat. Thirteen. What's that? What's that? Thirteen, 13. crystals landed yeah. around you after being blown up in the air, <laughs> and then just kind of dropped, just like a zoom, 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 ding, 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 ding. Every single one of them misses you. And it's the exact number that you needed. Oh, you just yeah. rolled for it now, aren't you? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I just rolled to see how many. Uh, I'm going to pick them all up. Just hastily <laughs> shoving them in the bag. Shove them in my bag of holding. Um, I, and then just bolt it to the elevator. <laughs> As you're bolting it to the elevator, you're still here. <laughs> Is the cave is shaking? Keep an eye on the ceiling to see what's, what's going to collapse. Roll me a dex check as you hear a ch -ch -ch. Oh, dex save, sorry, not a dex check. That's fine. Dex save, sorry, not a dex check. You just hear Oh, no, hang on. 15. A stalactite explodes next to your foot. Sends you slightly off balance, but you keep your balance. You catch up to Gregor and Ivor, who are also sprinting. Did you do a stunt away? Through the bag, I had to! I had to! I had to! Fucking heavy bag on me. Come All on, right. to the elevator! Everyone roll me one more deck save, please, as you hear another ch ch Nine. Deck save again. Thirteen. Yes, thirteen, nine. 21! So you hear a ch -ch -ch As it starts, you know, just coming down. Gregor, you realise what's happening, you dive forward and you kind of land on your shoulder and roll into the um, elevator. Ivor, what did you get, 13? I got 13, but can I deflect missile? I mean, if you want. I would class it as a missile, it's a, it is a ranged... I guess, no way. No, it's one of my combat actions, but I will do that. Okay, so explain how that worked then, please. I knew you were going to ask that. I always do. It's not because I, as the DM, have forgotten what these actions do. It's so that, you know, the other players and listeners and viewers can also find out what it does. Fine. I know. <laughs> I have to say, it's definitely not because I, as the DM, have forgotten what all of these different spells do. No, no, of course not. No, no, I, I know every single spell and action in the game, obviously. 
Right, any DM worth is, their salt does. That in a third level, you can use your reaction to deflect or catch the missile when you're hit by a ranged weapon or attack. Oh, well, can I then? It's not a ranged I would weapon. class it... No, I'd class it as a ranged weapon because it is a dropping weapon. So, yeah. like, an arrow would be a ranged weapon. This is just, like, a large stern arrow, basically. All right, well, when you do so, damage you take from the attack is reduced by 1d10 plus your dexterity modifier and your monk level. If you reduce the damage to zero, you can catch the missile in your hand, and I could throw it back if that was so the situation what, I was what is that, then, in terms of reducing your damage, then, if you roll that for me? Uh, 1d10. Yeah. Which is... 8... Yeah. Plus my dexterity, which is plus seven. Plus seven? Yeah, Fucking I got big no. dexterity. Fucking hell, so that's fifteen. That's what I built my character on, but none of our rules are ever about dexterity. <laughs> uh, uh, and my monk level, so that's five. plus five. So, tw- fuck it out. So, yeah, this um, it's a, it's a good thing that you do this, actually. You notice this stalactite just... And as it does, you notice that Gregor dives forward. Rag, kind of, after stumbling before, still hasn't got his speed back up. And again, stumbles. He almost loses his footing, but he kind of, like, stumbles and turns. And as he turns, Rag, as you turn and you look upwards, you see this stalactite heading directly for your face. You Can feel I... like... You feel... It's okay. You feel like, oh, no, shit, this might be it. But before you do, Iba, you jump up. And pretty much grab this missile, uh, grab this stalactite, and just launch it against a wall. Nice. Ivic lands next to you. Yes! Well done, Ivic! I underestimated you! Not such a wimp after all, eh? <laughs> never again, Ivic, never again. As you, as you two are having this touching moment, you just hear another ch land next to you. Was quite let's, let's, run, no time run. at all, let's go! <laughs> As you two are just running for this elevator, and you're just hearing once again, you both pretty much dive into the elevator. As you, as it does, you hear as the ceiling cave, as the cave ceiling starts giving way. More stalactites are falling now, and also bits of the roof is such. As you both enter into the actual elevator itself, um, Evchar just quickly grabs the door and just slams this metal grate door shut. Um, and Amrius immediately just gets one of the cranks and just and lets the brake off. You start, it takes almost a second too long, as again you see this cave start crumbling in on itself, and you just hear as the elevator starts lowering. As it starts lowering down, you then start passing, um, you start passing through a hole, and there is just um, there is just literally rock surrounding all of you. It is pretty much pitch black, and then you just hear it 
as one of the um, crystals that are kind of like wrapped around the chain-linked fence around two of the sides, just kind of flickers into light and casts a an amber light as you're still just slowly descending into perpetual darkness. Can I just say that escalated quickly? <laughs> as you say that, Amory's just. Oh bloody well, say you did. What the bloody hell happened up there? One second we are we are traversing across the their missile mines, being welcomed by the crystal elves, and then the next, are you free? In the midst of all of the carnage and chaos, what the bloody hell happened up there? I'll just quickly look at Ivok and Gregor. <laughs> I, I, I look at I look at Ivok and Ragnar. Just, just shift the eyes. <laughs> Would you believe the luck that all these years they never had a cave quake and then it just happened when he got in? <laughs> Roll persuasion with disadvantage. That's not even a piss poor argument. As you just. <laughs> Oh, there's no plus <laughs> nine. <laughs> Ooh, well, he's gonna roll insight. Even without modifiers. You and I, you will both know, I work. That that was not what happened. Now, I do not know what happened, and quite frankly, I do not wish to know right now, because I fear if I found out right this bloody well second, I would kick you off this expedition, and we would be free people short. But you better believe, Solomonari, that this transgression will be known throughout the lands. The Solomonari quite often cause more trouble than they are. I might have Fair to point. agree with that. <laughs> <laughs> At the very least, mile art. So, At least sorry, you can so agree with some form of responsibility. I admit that didn't go the way I wanted. <laughs> and how did you want it to go? I would have rather have just walked onto the elevator <laughs> and gone. <laughs> but things happened. Who? Who knows? <laughs> who knows? Why? Yeah, who knows? <laughs> but, but it happens and we move on. That's our way. <laughs> He just he just continues he continues just glaring he just glares at you. And do you think that the families of the guards that have been killed, of the shopkeepers that have been killed, can just move on? It'll take some strength and some growth. <laughs> what I might suggest is if you know a second way out, or you have that thing we could just teleport. Oh, can't we? <laughs> so, we don't really need to bother with all that fuss and walking back, do we? A bloody well good mind to just teleport out of here and leave you three bloody wankers 
down here to fester and rot. However, well, we're here now, anyway. <laughs> we are all, as you say, we are already here. We have a contract. Just deep exhale, and just kind of like, just, just turns away from you. Anger. You feel his anger. I'll, I'll just go. Swear to go. God, if. <laughs> I swear to God, if this elevator door opens and there's loads of crystals, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just gonna off my character straight away. I'll off you. We've got about 17 floors of me trying to steal shit. To be fair, me killing those two cats didn't help either, though. So it's not like I can blame you on that. How do you think I feel? Like rugby tackle the guy as I'll just knock him out. <laughs> That was your yeah, choice. <laughs> I said to knock him out. I'm just saying, get him, grab him. You pummeled him with the knuckle dust. <laughs> so, um, Ralph and Gregor, would you like to roll a quick perception check to see how uh, see how everyone's feeling? Uh, it's not good. I can tell you that. <laughs> yeah, I got I got natural one. <laughs> Okay, uh, Gregor, what did you get? Perception, perception. <laughs> uh, four. You were both just kind of like, oh, well, everyone's fine. Um, um, Amrius isn't happy, but everyone else is fine. I'm not fine. <laughs> I'm certainly not fine after that at all, in any way, shape, or form. So. Really didn't want to do that thunder wave, but I had flashbacks of the market there. Yeah, but I think, all in all, we did quite well. <laughs> no we one, is, not even Raynor responds to you at that. <laughs> I was going to say, did quite... we see what happened? Did we see what happened at the market, or did we kind of miss that? You kind of missed that with your own little adventure that was going on. You know that oh, I okay, passed yeah. the thunder wave because you both know what Rags thunder waves sound like. I think I'll just be, I'll just mumble to myself and just say, I think I. Just gonna stay quiet for a minute. <laughs> I'm just whistling. As you're whistling, Gregor, you just see Bimit just shake his head slowly at you, but human form just like shake his head. He looks disappointed in you. He's not angry. He's disappointed. <laughs> Nam Kreet slowly looking into me, opening the little pouch of me, bag of holding, and just looking down into it. Do I see yeah. it? I was going to say, do we see a glow coming from the back? <laughs> That's a really good point. <laughs> There's a very thing. Well, uh, actually, roll perception, please. You'll have to beat this roll. They're both of us. Yeah. Both of you roll perception. <laughs> oh, this has got to be one of the most ridiculous sessions 15. we've done. 15? 17. You both see a multitude of hue of glows coming from the bag of holding. I'm going to slowly look at Rag. Yeah, and I'm looking at them both. <laughs> just just kind of like a glare if you don't say a fucking word. <laughs> You're all just uh, kind of staring at each other in just kind of like mute shock horror and a little bit of anger, I guess. Yeah. My lips just stay in the words. Can I just uh, quit my knuckle duster and just give yeah. just give him a whack on the arm? Yeah, so right, you do the sign language for I'm sorry, which is literally just kind of like a rotation around your chest. 
<laughs> and as you do, Gregor... Yeah, roll to hit. Fuck it, roll to hit. Greg, what's your AC? I'll let you know. It's not good. <laughs> not uh, eight. Okay, so you try and punch him without looking, and you miss, and you just punch the you just punch the ring fencing, and as you do, it just it, like a. What was that sound? Oh. No, luckily, it just broken. Now it's going all the way down. Oh, luckily it does not. But yeah, it just seems like you were kind of lashing out there, Gregor. Okay. <clears throat> This is the most ridiculous session we've done in a long time, guys, and it's great. This was meant to be serious. Yeah. Nonetheless. I was just going to say, though, in our heads, all that happened was I killed a couple of people mm. by mistake. Gregor's come along and he saw that I've killed a couple of people, and we haven't talked about that yet. No. <laughs> and he's grappled a guy. Well, he was he coming killed. straight towards you. <laughs> and then you he killed someone. <laughs> and then we saw a thunderwave. That's all we know, isn't it? That's yeah. No, that's that, fair that enough. Yeah. That's that's fair enough. And you know that I um had to steal something. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, but we saw that in the bag that you stolen some. And that yeah. Yeah. So, okay. I just I just want to know where my character's coming from. So I'm not really annoyed. Obviously, I'm just a little bit. I probably just have to explain to Greg that why I killed two guys. No, that's fair. So again, silence kind of <laughs> washes over you all. You can just hear the <laughs> of the metal tracks sliding down. Um, silence overcomes the group again. Uh, a, a bit of an a bit of an obvious silence, given what happened up there. Everyone just seems to be in shock, in horror, just like not sure of what the hell just happened up there. The mechanical lift continues to judder downwards, and the only light cast being that of the kind of like the ambery crystal embedded in the side. As it passes down, it casts more shadows. As it's passing down across the rock, keeping one side in relative light and the other in relative darkness. The only noise being that of the metal sliding down the tracks. Suddenly, though, the lift comes to a halt with a jerking motion. The metal creaks just for a second or two before settling and Amrius, stony-faced and still quite angry steps forward, just opens the fence gate. Once the gate door is open and you step off the lift you see that you're in a large expanse with numerous tunnels that lead elsewhere. The floor itself is comprised of stone and dirt, but you can see the telltale sign of uh, cart tracks leading around the floor. That said, some of the wood on these tracks have been broken, so it's not that clear if they're still in use. Although the area itself is quite dim with no actual lit torches or fires, it is not pitch black due to the glow of many, many multiples of crystals. <laughs> Those that are still in the wall emanate a bright white light. Whilst the crystals contained within the mining carts that are scattered around 
or the two or three that you can see in the immediate entrance all have different hues of greens, of blues, of reds, a lot of them intermingling together to create a, an almost awe-inspiring colour to them. Although it seems almost peaceful, the hastily abandoned tools that are strewn across the place, along with the ethereal light cast from the crystals and the complete silence, with the occasional exception of dripping water just drip, or the creaking from the walls around you. Or more accurately, the creaking from the increased pressure from the wall from the levels above you just all come together and it creates a bit of an uneasy atmosphere that you can't quite shake. Everyone else steps off the lift. You are now on the lift by yourselves. I just look at them too <laughs> and just go, shall we? I wonder, yes. if, there's I wonder if there's shops still open. <laughs> <laughs> My word. <laughs> no, too soon. Can I turn to Rag yes. and just look at him and then hold my hand out and say, three crystals. Three crystals? Yeah, meaning you want me to keep my silence, Rag. Three crystals. <laughs> it's getting into this blackmailing, like, isn't it? Mm. It's a bit of a worrying trend for, you know, like fucking cleric of good, Gregor. Gregor, if you would like to to tell the group about what just happened, then um, then go ahead. I just stay silent and then just carry on walking. <laughs> I'll just... Right, okay, yeah. And if I'm with them three, I'll be go. All seriousness, lads, I... It looks like I used my powers again and it did not work in our favour and I apologise. Exactly what happened up there? Well, I feel I may have accidentally just uh, killed two guards. Not intentionally, I just wanted to pass it. Well, I think it was it was clearly my fault, wasn't it? I do not know, Greg. All I know is the thunder wave happened and... We all know what happens when you use thunder wave. Yes, I know. As you're, as you're uh, kind of discussing it, you just hear Rena, If you murderers... <laughs> murderers have finished blabbing around, We've got a mine that needs traveling for a temple that needs exploring. So if you'd all like to kind of get on our wave again, we can look around. Try not to kill everything that moves. Bang. This is weird coming from you. I thought no. you liked killing. I'm being sarcastic, cool, what the fuck you want. Yeah, I just carry on walking. I guess we'll continue this later. Yes. As you... We could ditch this group. <laughs> We're here now. <laughs> I mean, if you if you want. Not how I imagined this going, but none of this is, so... Um, so the entrance cabin that you're yes. in... The entrance cabin that you're in is around about 50 foot, like, 
in length and around about 95 feet in width. It is. Um, it has three carts full of crystals in the top left-hand corner. Um, it's got the lift where you have been, where you're pretty much just standing off of. Um, there are also numerous rocks that are just placed around the area itself, and numerous stalagmites. There are some mining tools in the cavern, and if you'd like to go on to roll twenty. Think you should all be able to see something. You might have to scroll. I see a black screen. Yeah, you'll have to scroll down. Uh, Zoom out and scroll oh, all oh, the yeah, way down. Yeah, yeah. Oh, right. Yeah, I see it. I see it. Put back. Oh, yeah, that's all good. Right <laughs> <laughs> hey, I like my money maps. Yeah, so it's been a long time coming since we've had one of these, but oh, one second, I just need to adjust this for the view. I would like to investigate those letters. <laughs> e. What's E? Adifra. <laughs> So, <laughs> so, so the way that this is going to work is <laughs> the way this is going to work is I'm not actually going to move your guys' tokens as such, I'm just going to reveal stuff as you travel and then if things need tokening at whatever point I will token up Can I? Oh no, I don't have one but yeah, you you currently have, as as well as the mining tools, the rocks, the stalagmites, the stalactites, and the free carts um, here. You've got an entrance or an exit to the west. You have an exit to the north, mm -hmm. and you have an exit to the east. Gregor. Yes? Do you still have that infinite rope? Believe I do. Yes. Is there any... I'm going to ask uh, the group, basically. Do we know if there's any other exit to this place, or would this be our only exit? Anyone? Don't ask me. It's my first time being here. And DM? Again, sorry, I just kind of zoned out for a second. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> so I was trying to figure something out. I was going to the silent treatment then. I was trying to figure something out on a technical <laughs> thing. I was going, oh, oh. <laughs> <Being> ignored. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> what, what, what was you asking? Sorry, guys. Do we know if there's any other exit to this place, or would this be the only route? Uh, considering it is the first time any of us have been here either, I do not believe we would know. Still quite pissed oh. at you. Okay. I was going to be the Gregor and go, maybe we should leave a trail so we can know our way back. Good idea. Yeah, with the rope. Yeah, we, due to my rope. 
guess maybe tied on that post there just keep it trailed yeah good idea good idea is there a post there? <laughs> I'm sure we don't be something like that near the elevator. Oh, just I would say just tie it on the elevator. I was going to say there's not an actual post on the elevator itself. There is a crank. There's a crank next to the elevator that it looks like people used to like pull people back up. Oh, what about a big boulder actually? Maybe maybe tie it to the crank and then it stops the elevator from being used. I like your thinking. Mm. I can t I can do that. I don't want to maybe want to be followed up here. Or by the hordes of angry crystal owls <laughs> that still survive. <laughs> yes. Yes. Maybe we should sabotage the elevator. <laughs> no falling. No, no, because nobody knows who was us doing. I'm just gonna roll something here for. Okay. Everyone who witnessed us killing him are dead. <laughs> you say this as the entirety of the rest of the expedition group just turn around and stare at you. Uh, oh, did I say that loud? <laughs> yes. There we go. They don't even respond, they just turn back around and start, you know, like, looking around the cavern again. And I'll whisper, I'll, I'll, I'll whisper to Ivor, uh, um, that may have been somebody who saw us. That, that fellow that, when we first entered, shard light. I don't think he saw me. Why did you do a Thunderwave anyway? <laughs> well, do I hear this? <laughs> yeah, you, you're all still pretty much next to each other, so yeah. You, you've got a couple of minutes, you've got a couple of seconds before, you know, the rest of the group just get pissed off and tell you to fucking start moving again. I, I, didn't, I didn't really have a choice again. A choice? Yeah, well, you, you, you see all of those of those crystals on the tables oh. as, we walk, as we walk through. You know what happens to me when I'm away from the... Yeah. I've been protected by this new mind crystal for so long, I didn't even think. Could have, should have tied a blindfold on me, I mean... It'd have, it'd have only been worth something mentioning to the group before we set up uh, as well. Did, don't one of you have one of those like little mind crystals that you tie around your neck? It's okay, but I, w I wouldn't be able to use any of my magical abilities, and we are on an expedition. You know what? We will keep this in mind from this point forth. If there's anything shiny, we need to be with you. <laughs> right, yes, roll a well, check I'm, as I'm you say, roll a yes. <laughs> I'm only saying this because there are a lot of shiny things around me now, and uh, something's happening inside me, Ivor. Something's happening and it's really bad. Roll a con save as you see all of the. You see the three. You're not affected by the ones in the walls, but the ones that are in the cart. 19. They don't belong to anyone, do they? Still counts as theft. Regardless, though, Rag, you see them in the cart. You feel the longing, the urge to get them. 
but you kind of batter it down after seeing the horrific events that unfolded in the floors above you kind of batter it down enough yeah uh the the crystals downstairs belongs to somebody well keep your strength you're you're a strong individual i'm sure you can keep your strength in your hands to yourself that's not the case here then wear the new mine. You hear like a, a, a bit of a thump, thump, thump as uh, Ebchar makes his way back towards you. You might all be strong, physically, mentally, whatever. We must be making haste. Let's then, go. Let's move then. Greg, rope. Oh yes, I just tie the rope onto the. What was it? The, uh, the, the crank. crank. Yeah. Just tie it in, and I just put the the infinity rope just on, to, like on my back. Okay. Start walking. So I am going to because the infinity knot. If you remember, the entire thing about the infinity knot is that it gives you an infinite amount of rope, but it's all knotted up and tangled and shit. Mm. So any dex checks or saves that you've got. To do will be at okay. a disadvantage because as you're kind of like unfurling this, it's like getting caught and pulling you back and everything like that. Right, it, I think you all should go at front of me and I'll follow pursuit. Okay, we'll share the load if that. We'll share the load. Yeah, I'm happy with that. So, yeah, you guys can go north, east, or west. Which route do you take? Um, is is Amrius not taking the lead? Amrius is talking angrily to Epcher. Um, I do believe we need to wait for the for the group leader to make a decision. I just go north. Well, it looks like someone's made a decision anyway. As you head north, Amrius. Notices that you are all starting to head north, so he also follows suit. So again, as you're heading up north, you see that you are all. There we go. Uh, you see that you are all basically um, kind of like funneling into a long corridor. The long corridor is only about eight feet wide. So you're not actually able to truly, um, you're not able to truly kind of like stand next to each other for it. There is a single new mine crystal, um, sorry, there is a single new mine crystal like embedded into the wall and in front of it, or a little further down should I say, is a cart with Mainly blue and um, mainly blue and yellow new mine crystals in. Oh. Rag, mm. roll me a con save, please. I'm watching him all the time here. <laughs> Natural twenty. You see them and you're just like, they look good. That's it. That's all you feel. God, they look good. 
You can either get in forward. Do we need to blindfold you? I'm heading forward, Ivok. I'm doing it. Look, I'm okay. doing it. I've left it. I'm doing it, Ivok. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. You're doing it, Jack. Maybe, maybe I, I should wear the new mic, Christy. Or blindfold. Or. I can't wear a blindfold down here. Good point. Okay, uh, so you can either head north or east as you've gone through this um, large expansive area. North! And she just keeps saying north. <laughs> does, any, does anybody have the new mine crystal? Oh, I no, I don't have it. I last, oh, last, Bimit had it last. Oh, uh, yeah, you've got. You've got that with the dragon, haven't you? They may have the black new mine crystal, just to point out, not the pink one. I think I'll oh, yeah, it. of course, yeah. The black one negates the pink new mine crystal. The pink new mine crystal um, negates yes, magic. I've, I've got it. So, sorry, Rag. I thought, I, I thought you had it. Here you go. Thank you. Put it over. Okay, so yeah, suddenly... Rag, you feel like a vroom as all of your magical power is contained. Uh, Gregor, did you say you wanted to go <sighs> north, sorry? Yep, I just keep saying north! Alright, so as you continue heading north, you reach another entranceway. It is only a small room, really. Um, so it is, what about... 25 feet by about 30 feet. Um, there are, again, numerous mine uh, mining carts just kind of placed across the sides, against all of the walls. There are quite a few white new mine crystals embedded into the walls of different sizes and shapes. There are quite a few rocks. There is also one rock smack in the centre, a very small one, just kind of... Whilst the carts and the side crystals that are emanating light outwards they kind of fade off quite quickly so the single one that's in the centre just kind of shines a very dim light outwards kind of like almost drawing towards it like a dead end fantastic, dead ends are good ends it's another corner down alright I'm going to head back as you head back you're kind of like shoveling around and as you're doing that, you're kind of like pushing past um, Dravlan, who's just... He, he seems to hiss like they're just like, with where you are going. Ray, sorry, sorry, just getting by. Dead end, dead end, sorry, sorry. Yeah, you just, hey, watch it, where the hell are you going? Dead end, dead end, sorry, went the wrong way. Why am I not surprised that you've given us a dead end? I don't know where I'm going, I'm just going north. Yeah, but why don't you lead, why don't you lead right. the way, uh, then, Epchar? Well, you are... Doing the wrong voice there, I was doing Amri's there. Well, you are the protectors of this group, are you not? How about yes, you yes, show us but how good you are at protecting by leading us through these dangerous, dangerous mines? Yes, well, you're, you two are the leader of this expedition, so how about you lead? I'm leading. Actually, roll persuasion. Indeed, Rag the Rock. Twenty-one. 
You know what? I don't think he's gonna be that, but I'm just gonna check. <laughs> Let me find out his stats. Twenty-one, you say? Yeah. You'll never believe it, but you guys are equal. That's what you want. He rolled a 14 and he's got a plus 7 on his persuasion. <laughs> what does that mean? I'm not actually sure because it's not really like an attack, is it? I'm no, gonna say that you're both mental stare at each other. I was gonna say I'm gonna say that you're both deadlocked. It's like um you know like when you see in cartoons and anime where there's two really like pig headed. Two people. electrical things just Yeah, just just like <laughs> Ivor and Gregor, you can just see Rag and Ebchar just staring each other down. Well, I am I'm, I'm getting angry then if he's doing that, aren't we? Alright. Hey, Paul. I, I'm detecting a slight low morale <laughs> at this point in time. What made correct? you think that low morale or the low ceiling on the top level? Right. Or we the lower ceiling <laughs> on the top level? We either have to get over this or we'll go separate ways. Well, we certainly can't get under it, can we? It's already below ground and collapsing fast. Yes. Yes. Very clever. <laughs> mm. Can we agree just to get what we came here for? Very well. Lead on, he says to Gregor, who I'm assuming is still going east. Yep. I'm just tr just fixing my nerves. And, you know, I'll just say to Ragnarok, I'll go, we'll leave it to fate. We'll follow Greg. It looks like he has much idea as the rest of us. So as you probably, die, probably got more of a chance, to be honest. Yes, I know what you mean. My patience is getting stretched rather thin as well. I mean, just to point out, you guys are the ones who okay. carried out a genocide. Yeah. I know. I know. I've yeah. never liked this guy anyway. No, that's, that is fair. You do have that point. You head further down the tunnel again, and on your left-hand side, there's another small white crystal embedded into the wall. Heading out, it kind of expands again a bit wider. There is one of the mining carts pressed against the wall, with three more crystals emanating light outwards. I don't mean I don't like the way you act. I don't like the current. I get you. No, I understand. Um, is there a bit more, or is this a dead yeah, end? Yeah, no, that's just as far as you can see. So you can either continue okay. heading north, or there seems to be like a bit of an opening slightly to yourself. East, I just say east, and then just keep your head east. Listen, yeah. Gregor, we will follow you. You don't have to keep shouting out the compass at every corner. <laughs> <laughs> just making sure. I don't want to lose anyone. Yeah. I agreed, agreed. It's fantastic. So east, you say? Yes. So you continue heading up around another corridor again, and you come out into another expanse. Once again, you are it's another small corridor, 
you can still just hear that of the ground moving underneath you. Um, but once again, yeah, there are crystals on both sides of the wall and a mining cart um, pressed against the wall. Next to the mining cart are numerous tools that look relatively old. Some look okay-ish, a lot of them look old. Some of them look very rusted. Which is a mm. bit... Uh, Rome. Whoever wants to, roll me an intelligence check, please. Nah, I don't think I will. Yeah, I'll do it. Uh, no, sorry. No. Nope. No. Uh. Okay. I mean, it's your guys' call. No, I'll go. Uh, go for it then, uh, mate. Nice. Hmm? Eight. Okay, Rag, nothing out of the ordinary about rusted tools for you. Yeah, nine. Gregor, nothing out of the ordinary for rusted tools for you. Ah, oh, there's a load of rusted tools. We can all do it. Sorry. Yeah, you can if you want, yeah. <laughs> it's just a bit I thought you made this one. So, yeah, no. 15? Okay, so 15. Here we go. Grey matter here. <laughs> well, someone else got much better than that, but... Doesn't matter. Fifteen gets you this. Sorry, you'll be dead soon. <laughs> I mean, the rate you guys are going. Um, <laughs> so, you find it a bit odd that the tools that are on the floor, or some of them at least, are rusted, seeing as you were told that, at most, the temple only appeared around about a month ago, at the very, very most. So, if this had been abandoned for a month, why are the tools rusted? Hmm. Is there running water? Would you say that Ebchar just kind of looks around and kind of looks at you and looks around again? Well, one such is a good question, Rag. But unfortunately hmm. not, no. There is the occasional ripping of the water. And almost as if to prove a point, you just hear it in the background. But if you look around the sediment around the excavation area, there is no damp patches. There is no, there is no wet patches here. Nor is there running water. It's quite peculiar. Kind of kneels down, as he does. Rain or just kind of shoves past and kneels down as well. <laughs> Weird. Looks like it's only rusted in patches. Hmm. If it was water, it would have rusted and probably spread as the water ran down. So, I'm not quite sure what's going on to this, guys, but I suggest... Well, we ignore it, it's fine. Bit of course, never hurt anyone, right? I just say, I just say onward, and then I'll just carry on. Okay, do you head back into the corridor that you headed back from? Do you basically? No, head... I, go, I go south this time. Okay, so as you turn to yourself, you realise that it is a, another opening. It is a very small opening with two crystals yeah. embedded into the wall and two mine carts kind of pressed against the wall. 
just still just gently glistening in the ethereal glow. There are some more mining tools next to them. Um, you can roll me uh, an investigation check if you wish on these. Go on them. I mean, you can roll investigation checks whenever you want, but yeah, specifically on these if you wish. Investigation, investigation. Yeah, there it is. Ten. Uh, it's just a, it's just a cart full of new mine crystals, and some tools that are scattered around. I'll, I'll have a, I'll have a look. Twenty-five. Okay, so is the, is the like cabin around you still and groans and shifts? Rag, you notice that. Kind of like on one side of one of these carts, it's kind of rusted and spread upwards. Again, weird that it's spreading upwards, not downwards. Mm. It seems to have been quite rapid, too. Do you think there's magic here that's causing this rust? Good question, Gregor. Um, with that, I'll go ahead and um, cast Detect Magic. Okay, uh, just read I'll that one up. Yes, yeah, set the new mine off. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, take the new mine off. Uh, ro immediately roll me a con save, please, because you're next to two of the mining guards. Uh, 13. Oh. Con save. Okay, I'm going to have to check that then, because that's not quite an easy yes or no. You feel the compulsion once again, right? Compulsion to steal some crystals. I've got need to take it. I'll grab two of the crystals. Yeah, just take it. Are we going this way? I'm going to point everyone into the other way while he's doing it. Down my top. So, so as that happened, Rag. You, as you kind of tear the crystals, you hear like. As you, you know, like, yanking me just like a ding, ding, ding. And then silence falls. Uh, where were you saying to go, Ivak? I was just pointing back. So it's the main cabin. Yeah, I was just getting everyone's attention going, come on then, let's move this way. Oh, as I'm saying that, and everybody's looking at me, you can. No, that's fair. That is completely do fair. Do his theft, do he? <laughs> as you. That's <laughs> one way of putting it. As you make your way back to the main cavern, in silence again, you get to the main cavern and nothing seems to have moved, nothing seems to have changed. However, you then hear like from the walls around you, and you start hearing a like scritching noise from the walls and from the floor below you. Everybody? Can I look up at the elevator? You can. What are you wanting to see? Is, is anything coming down? Nothing's coming. Up? Nothing. Uh, yeah, nothing that you can see is coming down. The the lift is still on the level that you're on. Again, right. though, you hear it like. <laughs> and everyone roll a perception check for me, please. Can I use my Albert telepathy to detect life? 
You can if you wish. Uh, I'm still wanting to do my detect magic on these. Um, nothing magical. There's no magic spells, no magic contraptions or anything like that. 16 for me. 19 for me. Uh, sorry, what was the roll for? Ten, uh, perception. Ten, 12. So, Ivic, you're, you're too busy putting your helm of telepathy on, trying to detect if anything's there. Um, Gregor, what did you get again, sir? Uh, 16. 16, and Rag, you got 19? Yes. So all you three are kind of like tunneled into this large cavernous expanse, as you're hearing... <laughs> um, Amrius... Ebchar, um, Amrius Ebchar, nope, uh, Amrius Ebchar, Boo, and Redmond have all, at this point, after hearing the noises, they didn't really think too much of them, and they've started heading to the west. Um, they've already started going, basically. Um, Dravlan, Raynor, and Fu are with you. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're kind of... So, Fu and Raynor are kind of, like, stood back-to-back. Like, even though they don't get on well from what you've seen, all the arguments and stuff, they can feel that there's something, some things approaching, and they've instantly got into a defensive back-to-back stance. Dravlan is stood behind them both, and you are in front. Right, can six, I drop my... I was going to say, can I drop my infinity rope and then just ready my sunblade? You can, yes. Yeah, so you drop, the, you drop the rope and just kind of pull out your sunblade as you do, as you pull it out of its hilt. It kind of thumps into light. As you're, literally, as you're pulling it out of the hill, the blade kind of like takes brilliant form and you swish it out, leading like almost like a trail of light across. Mm-hmm. As you do that, and as the light kind of settles, on the ground in front of you, directly in front of you, within like five feet or so in front of you. Sorry, let me just sort this out. So, in the ground, yeah, like five or so feet in front of you. Um, you see kind of like a, a mound starting to appear. Just... And the dirt starts pooling upwards. Rag, you got 19, did you say, sir? Yeah. So, with a 19... You see that in the in one of the walls to the north west near where the um, near where near where the mining carts are, similar to the one that um, Gregor can see directly in front of him, there is a bit of a burrow appearing, just kind of like a. As the ground starts breaking, breaking apart, you can hear like a...
clicking noise happening. Rag, as you're looking around, um, you see in the northwest where the carts are, similar to Gregor when he was getting um, when he was noticing when he was getting his sunblade out and he noticed the um, he noticed the mound of dirt starting to appear. You also notice in the wall, essentially, um, another mound starting to come out. As the as the ground itself breaks, you just hear like a clicking noise. Uh, I think we've got. I think we've got creatures. So yeah, Rag, you think that you hear the ch -ch 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 coming from the mining area. And Gregor, you see the mound starting to come and again. But then the mound stops and it retreats. Everyone roll perception again, as you hear are all around you essentially, echoing off the caverns, just. Natural 20. Two. Nat one. Natural one was that? It is, yeah. Oh boy. Oh boy. What, what's this for? It was perception, because you've now lost track of them. Yeah. I am doing my detect life with my helm, you know. Yeah, you are. And again, all you can hear is... Oh, right. I didn't hear that before. No, did it come oh, out yeah, that time? Yeah, we yeah we didn't hear that before. We saw you just go. <laughs> that's it. Exactly. Well, it's great that the amount of times during these sessions that I've been trying to do really good, you know, creature sound effects, and it's just been silence, yeah. and me pulling fun faces is great. Okay, so yeah, Ivik, that's all you can hear. Mm -hmm. Um, what did you two get again? Sorry, what did you get, Rug? I got a two. Natural uh, 20. Okay. So, yeah, Ivor can rag you have both lost track of them. Gregor, you, however, your eyes are kind of like following around and you see like a slight bulge underneath the northern entrance. And then you see it go. And again, you see like this mound of earth start kind of like um, pushing outwards from the northeastern wall just kind of burrowing once again and ch -ch -ch -ch, as though as the walls of the cave start burrowing outwards finally you see um ch -ch -ch, you see like a long claw kind of like yellow and sharp just reach out the claws are very large and each of the fingers are quite spindly but incredibly sharp it pulls the earth to the side, and again, you see, you hear before you see. Where is this again? It's the north, yeah. it's to the north um, east. Around. Oh, I'm in the wrong layer again. So, around this area. Right, can I just look at that end and just literally just put my hand out and I'll do, um, what's it called? My spell. No, not spell, action. My guide in bolt. 
Yeah, go for it. Roll to hit. Uh, 21. That will hit. Roll, yes. roll your damage. 4d6. <laughs> yeah, go for it. Yes. 4. 6. That's 10. Uh, 11. 15. 15 damage. Okay, so yeah, you, you see this earth start to fall away. You hold out your hand um, and suddenly a beam or a, a, like a crackle of lightning happens. You just hit and this bright light just in a split second reaches from your hand and straight into the actual cave wall. The wall itself just explodes in a flurry of stone and, uh, and dust just kind of swirls upwards and as it drops down you now finally see the face of the thing that has been hunting you for the last couple of minutes you see as the earth falls away you see kind of almost like um, the face of a beetle with two giant mandibles like curving out with serrated edges two smaller ones just clicking together two large bug eyes and kind of like antenna, its arms very swollen, covered in like plate, just kind of claw its way through it. And again, its like back is again covered in this large yellow shell, its eyes kind of like darting around everywhere. You can see as well that there's two smaller eyes, which almost look ape-like in the center of its head, as, as well as the two large bug eyes. As it opens its mouth again to tick, 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 you see row upon row of sharp teeth. It kind of launches itself out. And you see that this creature is incredibly well, you know, like it's very muscular. It is very dangerous looking. It has pretty much at this point in time just clawed its way out. I don't like the look of this, guys. Again, just... They're... Well, let's get it. What's that, sorry? To squash. Well, then let's get it. As you say that, and you can see it come out, you can see again, yeah, their arms and legs are both covered in this chitinous plate armour. Um, they look like they've got gills on the side. As you're saying, let's get it, again, Roll a perception check, everyone, please. Nine. Nine. Twenty-one. Twenty-one, I believe. Uh, what was it? Uh, perception, please. Yeah, 20, 21. Okay, so, Rag, you're just kind of focused on the creature in front of you. Rag, uh, Rag, Gar, um, Ivok and Gregor. From behind you, and slightly to your left, you hear more <laughs> as another mound of earth appears. And again, two clawed hands reach up as this large, chitinous creature just crawls out from behind you. And you see another one of these creatures. 
Behind us. Oh yeah. Yeah. As you t as you all are looking around. Sorry, gone. I was gonna say, can I take a shot at this one? I'll let you have one shot. Yes. What are you gonna do? Heavy crossbow straight into its straight into its uh or into its body actually. Okay. And you do this just like milliseconds after Gregor shoots his guiding bolt. So roll to hit. Ten. So yeah, you kind of you see this large hulking creature, this dark yellow hulking creature with large mandibles and bulky arms, just clamber its way out, and almost instinctively you get your large crossbow and you shoot, but just misses by quite a bit and just into the wall behind it. As it claws out, and you hear like the guiding bolt. Both of these creatures just kind of shuffle themselves up, raise themselves to full height, around about seven or eight feet tall, taller than all of you, very bulky. And you just hear, as they both open their mouths, you just say, as they both screech in anger and hunger at you, and you see yourselves facing down two large umber hulks. The Reaper, the Maelstrom, and the Thief is a Dungeons and Dragons show by Rollcast. Episode 11, Rock You Like a Thunder Wave, featured JB as Ragnarok, Coogan as Gregor the Last, Gareth Ryan as Ivor Mylart, and Tom Crabb as the DM. Intro, midpoint, and outro music was provided by JB, and editing and sound mixing was done by Tom Crabb. As usual, we would like to give thanks and credit to the following for allowing us to use their tracks. Adrian Von Ziegler, Alexander Nakarada, Avery Alexander, Kevin McLeod, Michael Gelfi Studios, Scott Buckley, Sodco Soundscapes, and The Seventh Midnight. Full links to all tracks used are in the episode description, so if you like what you heard, then please check out these amazing artists. If you like what we do, and you want to show your support, then check out our socials. Follow our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash cast that role. Follow and tweet at us on Twitter using the handle at cast that roll and subscribe to our youtube channel using the handle at cast that roll you'll be able to get episode updates and random bits of lore and information on both twitter and facebook and our youtube page has all of the current episodes up in a visual format don't want to watch but you still want to listen we got your back look for rollcast on spotify amazon music podbean good pods and all other podcast platforms thanks again for joining us for another session we're now back to our usual release schedule, so we'll see you for episode 12, an unexpected shortfall, on Wednesday the 10th of May.
we don't want another market of rust again. Don't do it! Yeah, well, I'm trying to get 13 crystals in one go here. I can't yeah. really see any other way around it. Um, oh. Hello, Thunder. <laughs> Wave my old friend. <laughs> it's time to see if we can make sound bend. <laughs> so... Uh, I haven't got any. I mean, I can't look down on you. I've well and truly fucked it on my end. <laughs> <laughs> we've got right. two guards to kill themselves. I've just flipping committed murder. We've just no. covered up a scene. <laughs> no, it was a cave quake. <laughs> the acoustics in here are terrific. <laughs> the scene is quite horrific. The meta, meta conversation. 